Welcome to the green screen of death. My name is Adrian. And my name is Bill. Hey, so episode 102. 102, man. <laughs> September the 6th, 2021. That was the last time we recorded. Really? A little under six months. That's unbelievable, man. We always kind of joke about like the, the like the six month thing, but yeah, holy shit, dude, it was almost six months. <laughs> it's, that's just become our reality now. Oh, totally. Our our uh, what a, what is it by by well not by yearly. What is what would be the? Hey, no, dude, I think I think we recorded three episodes last year. Oh, cool. Okay, that's, okay. that's pretty good. That's pretty that good. <laughs> We're on fire. We'll hit uh, episode two hundred by about you know twenty thirty two or something. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> i'm still gonna be going strong yeah whatever hell yeah we've been through some shit though right in the last few months last six months have been uh rather wacky yeah uh we did some stuff we we caught some stuff uh yeah yeah like uh you know everything was going pretty cool in september like we went to vif and that was really fun and october was great and november was great and then december was weird and then we got really bad covid yeah uh we went probably the omicron variant right yeah so we we went to see a movie with some friends on christmas day yeah uh licorice pizza Mm -hmm. paul thomas anderson gave us fucking covid yeah motherfucker and uh you know everything was cool we were all, we all saw the movie. It was all great. And then the next day, I remember going on your your Twitch channel, mm-hmm. and you sounded like shit. Oh yeah, yeah. And I I remember making a call, man. I'm like, ah, you got the fucking Rona, dude. Yeah, I was. And you're like, no way. Like, fuck it. I don't. <laughs> and then and then like, I swear to God, five hours later, I was in bed, fevered to the gills. Yeah. Over like a hundred, just burning up. Mm-hmm. I, I remember I remember thinking back to Adrian's fucking twist channel and I was like, oh fucking Adrian. Because <laughs> I had been, I was just burning up. And, yeah, man. and then it, it just progressed. I remember yeah. texting you the next day. I'm like, dude, I think I have fucking coronavirus. Yeah. And he's like, Yeah, I think I do too. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I <laughs> I freaking worked through that shit too, because I had to do like some tasks that only I'm I'm a trained how to do oh really so yeah i uh i worked straight through it and i think i took a couple of days but that was pure hell man and, and it's it's not over what are we end of february it's not over for us yeah we're pretty much at the three month mark and we both still cough yeah a, like, yeah. a lot <clears throat> yeah like it, it's it hasn't gone away it's really super strange like i had a fever i had body aches i had like no energy the mm-hmm. cough sore throat it's yeah. like the wor- worst cold i've ever had times two yeah oh yeah it was terrible yeah yes don't don't recommend don't don't (laughs) recommend and if it it may sound controversial but i really hope everybody has your your vaccines your your booster you know it's um it's no joke man (laughs) funny you say that though so uh that the 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 third shot became available to me like two weeks after i had covid oh damn and and i was still coughing like crazy yeah so i i go i go to the place to get my shot there's this big giant sign that says if you have any of these problems please tell us and the first Mm -hmm. one is like cough (laughs) i'm like (laughs) get my shot walk out try not to cough the entire time yeah walk out cough for like five straight minutes but fuck it i got my shot whatever maybe hell yeah maybe that's why i'm still sick because i i got the shot but (laughs) whatever i got it 
Yeah. Well, the way I see it is like, I don't know, man. Like the booster really took out a lot of people. For me, it was about two or three days of feeling uncomfortable. But uh, like, I know my brother Kyle, he felt really weird for about two weeks but uh it was only a couple days for me and i think it's because i got actually covid <laughs> so yeah like, i already had some antibodies i guess and i don't know man oh dude at least you got to get a test oh you right yeah th- those are hard to come by at that time you, you couldn't get them around here yeah now now you, you, you go down to a local drugstore and buy them for 20 bucks oh you can eh yeah wow yeah, so or you can get them for free if you're over 65 in, in BC. Jeez, you get like five of them. It's unbelievable, man. I know. I'm just like, wow, it's come a long way. Yeah, but they, yeah, they, they they didn't even phone me back. <laughs> oh, really? No, Jesus. I, 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 I tried to get a test, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I have the exact same symptoms as Adrian, and he got a test, and he tested yeah. positive. So. Mm-hmm. pretty sure i don't have a cold yeah. yeah yeah and the thing is i think it was like a day or two after we got our tests that's when it just became like no tests available in bc yeah and um yeah we got we got lucky um and we couldn't get tested after that it was like uh we were just like okay well we stayed in isolation for 10 days or whatever it was and um had food delivered and cousin marco delivered some groceries at one point so it was answer this totally honest yeah were you you good after 10 days oh no (laughs) i wasn't either no i wasn't but i needed fucking groceries man (laughs) yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, i i I went out and uh yeah grabbed some stuff never took my mask off but i wasn't good yeah that's a crazy thing that's what they don't prepare you for it's like when you get it you don't think about like hey you're you're supposed to stay isolated but like you're also supposed to still eat <laughs> no no and, like, uh, i had friends yeah just like marco like i had friends who were like dude do you need anything and i'm like yeah i need you know grab me some stuff but like mm-hmm. uh, yeah you're right like I, I wasn't stocking up on steak beforehand you know what i mean oh yeah 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 but yeah, no we... fuck i hated covid man yeah it's no fun and <laughs> well there you go it's still still here man like um <laughs> and as and as i said fuck you paul thomas anderson for giving us covid yeah, that's right. Yeah. But the last thing I'll say on it, though, is, um, you know, my brother had his booster at the time and he, he went through the full cycle of the booster and he was there and he didn't get sick. So, yeah, yeah, I think maybe the booster works. Yeah, it must. Because, well, we didn't get COVID for over a year. Yeah. And we had two shots. So I guess mm-hmm. I guess it, it does work. But man, mm-hmm. <sighs> worst, worst fever I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. And the nice thing is we didn't have to be hospitalized, which is, I think, another big thing that that goes with being vaccinated. Like, yeah, sure, we got sick and nobody has ever said that getting the vaccines will make you immune to it. But we were better equipped and it still fucking kicked our asses. I didn't watch one movie the entire time either. Yeah. No, I couldn't do anything. No, I was, just... I was, I was just, a, I was just a blob on my couch. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. terrible. Uh, the, yeah. the cool thing is that I, I still don't have a job. So I didn't really have any, wasn't really affected by that. Yeah. Um, it's, it's been exactly a year since I haven't had a job. Wow. And I, I must say, um, anybody, if you can take a year off work, I mm-hmm. really recommend it. Right on. Like literally you're, you, you, you will feel so much better mentally. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, when I was working, I was having really bad, like, panic attacks and anxiety and stuff like that just because mm-hmm. i hated my job so much yeah and i, I just feel a thousand percent better 
Oh, that's awesome. Just for like not having to really do anything for a year. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't have any money problems because I, I got a bunch of money when I when I was let go. And right. uh, uh, the government was kicking some money in too. And it was great. And, nice. Uh, I still have a bunch of money. Yeah. I kind of don't have to go back to work, but I kind of do because I'm bored. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. You know, it's, you know, it's, it's been a year. Uh, stop being a bum. <laughs> Get back to work. <laughs> I'm really happy to hear that, man. Cause I know that you were going through a really tough time uh, with your workplace and just the day in and day out. And I, man, anybody listening to, I think can relate to that. Um, so I'm really glad you got what you needed in terms of like resetting your mental health and yeah. physical health and, uh, just overall well-being. Cause, uh, man, that sounds good right about now. I could, I could go for, dude, I wish nothing like, I wish you could like it. It's, yeah. It was easily the best thing I've ever done in my entire life. Damn. Yeah. Like it's unbelievable. I like the, the thought that I was like thinking about getting a job like right away. Mm-hmm. I, I would have it would have killed me like i was yeah. in no position to do that mm-hmm. and uh i really didn't start feeling good until like the eight month mark oh, okay like it took a while yeah like it, it's a year like yeah. i felt better after a year mm-hmm. like after i worked through covid i had covid like mm-hmm. some shit went down oh dude yeah and you were you were on the front line while yeah, it all hit I, like hit the hit the world like i worked in a pharmacy yeah and like we were like getting yelled at for not having gloves and hand sanitizer for six months because nobody could buy it yeah so yeah i was done jeez man but uh man i i feel good and the only the only problem is is that you know i gotta get a job Mm -hmm. and i'm afraid that i'm gonna lose that yeah because i I feel so good right now and i I don't want to lose it Mm-hmm. so i uh you know i keep on buying lotto tickets and uh <laughs> hell yeah hope like hell that uh i don't have to do this mm-hmm. and uh but yeah I'm, I'm applying for jobs and we'll see what happens hopefully next time we record in six months i'll have a job hell yeah <laughs> but the really scary thing is, is that i would still have money then i think okay like i, I have a lot of money in the bank nice so I, i'm good that's awesome but i'm also thinking that money could really be cool to like fund some like really cool ass film trip yeah oh totally don't, don't want to spend that shit like and plus yeah. i want to have money in the bank yeah that's a good to have like a little bit of a nest egg right so oh totally yeah yeah like i like i'm not buying a, ho- a house so mm-hmm. i might as well like you know have some money in the bank and you know have some fun nice. I've i've decided part of my mental health is that i have to have more fun yeah oh yeah like um, you know, I, you know, go, going to Vancouver and seeing friends, mm-hmm. that's a fun thing for me. I need to do that more. Oh, totally. Um, you know, hanging out with you. That's a good thing. I need to do yeah. that more, you yeah. know, shit like that. Like I need mm-hmm. to have more fun. Yeah. And, uh, it, it took me a while to figure that out, which sounds really stupid because it probably shouldn't be that hard to figure out, but yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, best thing I've ever done in my life, Matt. I, I, Dude. Feel fucking, I feel fucking great <laughs> that's awesome man yeah so <laughs> you it know sucks, it sucks too because like not a lot of, and like i like watching movies and like nothing's opening and yeah and, but you know i'm still having fun mm-hmm. and it's great like, oh it's, that's wicked yeah that's I, awesome i i, I hope other people are, are experiencing the same thing like mm-hmm. you, you um you shouldn't have to kill yourself every day at work and then come home you know five days a week for your entire life you gotta you gotta take a break that's it's, it's yeah. fucking huge man mm-hmm. i wish i'd done this a while ago yeah 
like it, it, it i would have been so much happier as a human mm-hmm. oh that's awesome yeah the uh man i hear you on that it's i'm like i think i'm at that i, I think i'm past that point at this point like <laughs> dude, i totally was i was years <laughs> past it yeah so that's wicked man it's, it's tougher tougher for you because you have a wife but <laughs> yeah that's true might, might, um, might, it might be a hard conversation with sarah yeah yeah i think i uh you know, <laughs> i want to take a year sabbatical <laughs> yeah exactly so i can uh chill and i can finish breath of the wild finally <laughs> <laughs> you know the the interesting thing about what you're talking about right now is something that uh, one of my coworkers mentioned it's like as you get older it feels like time is passing by so quickly because just everything you do is the same you know you get up you go to work you come home you play video games you go to sleep get up you go to work and maybe maybe one of the nights you go see one of your friends maybe you go for dinner see a movie and, and then you just rinse and repeat for fucking 30 years and um but, but like when you're younger time feels slower because you're like you're traveling to england you're going to road trips down to washington to see like your favorite band and you're you're meeting new people you're learning new things you're moving to a different job every couple of years and <laughs> just like so many different things but once you get reach a certain age and like settle into a career and get a routine man it's the same shit over and over again <laughs> yeah man I, uh, I i i really wish you could find a way to do it man i uh yeah i i really highly uh anybody who who can it's the mm-hmm. greatest thing i've ever done as i said like a million times but i, I will keep on screaming it because it's mm-hmm. it's it's done wonders for me and i i feel really good that's and good that's more than i can say that i've been for the last five years so i'm i'm happy to hear that man yeah you deserve it like big time en- enough of the uh the the, the bills psychotherapy <laughs> yeah. part of the green screen of death yeah <laughs> hell yeah what, you, what else do we need to talk about yeah so in uh beginning of, end of september beginning of october we went to VIF. that's right yeah yeah the, uh, the vancouver national film festival mm-hmm. my 20th year that's insane really scary damn uh, and it was our my my first time being there in person for a year and a half. Yeah, and I kind of might have cried a little bit, dude. Yeah, I, it was weird. Like I got to the venue, the first venue I got to was the uh, the Playhouse. Mm-hmm. Grabbed my tickets, and it it just I went over and, and saw like the schedule and like all like the the update sheets, and I, I just got super emotional. I was just like, yeah. I, you know, COVID robbed me of this last year. I fucking Mm -hmm. love this shit. Yeah. Same here. It sucked. Mm -hmm. And I was here and I knew in in like 20 minutes, a bunch of my friends who I hadn't seen in like a very long time were going to be here. Mm-hmm. and i got super emotional it was it was awesome like i was yeah. like fuck it let's go let's go <laughs> yeah and it was great i fucking Dude, loved being there that was amazing you know i i had the exact same reaction because you you texted me you were like you can get your tickets printed out because we bought ours online right yeah and so i went there and i got my tickets printed out and I, I was like super like still i was like i was pretty chill but once once uh once the guy handed 
the the physical tickets over and I held them in my hand and I looked down and I saw, you know, Viv presents, you know, um, Belfast at such and such venue. I was like, man, just like the tears started flowing immediately. I was just like, holy fuck, man, I'm in Vancouver at Viv and I'm about to watch like five, six, like classy movies. And um, this is what I love to do. This is what I need in my life. And, and you're right. Like the pandemic has robbed us of those experiences for a couple of years now. So it was just a really cool way of feeling like, hey, you know, maybe things will be okay. <laughs> maybe we can get back to some of this. And, and yeah. Recommended. And like, I saw pretty much everybody that I wanted to see other than, you know, Marina Antunes wasn't there because she didn't want to come because of COVID. Yeah. And uh, a, a buddy of mine, Steve Stebbing, didn't want to come because of COVID. Yeah. Other than that, I saw everybody I wanted to see. And that was, we were there for two days. Yeah. And we saw six movies. And we probably saw the six films of the festival oh, in yeah. those two days. Like, we yep. fucking picked right. Mm-hmm. Like, huge stuff. Like, we saw, like, our first movie was uh, Paris 13th District, the new Jacques Odiard film. Oh, right. Yeah. And it was great. Oh, yeah. You guys yeah, went yeah. for a treat. This one's coming up pretty quick. Oh, uh, sweet. Jacques Odiard is a world-class filmmaker. Like, if you haven't seen Un Prophet, you need to get on that shit right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, we saw The Sanctity of Space afterwards, which was like a, a like a climbing documentary, which was really awesome. That was it, cool. It wasn't like, like a major film or anything, but it was pretty cool. <laughs> then we went straight into Red Rocket. <laughs> yep. A really huge film. Oh, yeah. Like, one of the bigger films of the year, and it just, it killed like we we yeah. both just loved it, and then right right after that, we went and saw the worst person in the world, mm-hmm. one of my favorite films of the year. I'd already seen it, but I wanted Adrian to see it. Yeah, we had some fucking shit at the theater, but that's, that's for another day. <laughs> yeah, check Adrian's Twitter if you want to recap. Oh my gosh, was it for that screening? Yeah, worst person in the world at the Rio. Oh my gosh, should we just get it out of the way right now? Yeah, why not? Yeah, Fuck so it. we sat down. It was on the balcony, right? Yeah. It was on the balcony, so you you grab your seat, and I'm like, okay, I'll just sit down here. And uh, I put my bag down, and these ladies were in front of me, and um, they're like, oh, if you if you're gonna sit there, we're we're gonna move down here. And I was like, oh, okay, cool, man. Like, do you? And so they were, you know, the row in front of me. They moved down maybe five, six seats. I didn't really think much of it. And then they were just, they kept yapping about it. I was just sitting there like checking my Twitter and whatever else. And they're, I could hear them going, these, these people are so rude. And they're so, oh my God, I can't believe that. He just sat there. Like he just didn't even care that we were here already and blah, 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 blah. Meanwhile, the whole theater's packed, right? Like there's people like sitting next to each other. There's people be- be- behind each other, in front of each other. And, uh, you know, we all have our masks on and we're all, we're all vaccinated. Like you had to show proof of vaccination. And they're going on and on and on and on. And I said, hey, you two bitches, shut the fuck up. And then they freaked out. They started yelling at me. They're like, oh, excuse me? like, And blah, blah, blah. And they're like, said something about how they're not responsible for the for the pandemic, for COVID-19. And I was like, well, who who is responsible? And one of them kind of said, you are. And I was like, like, did she think, did she was she bringing some racial shit out with that? So I just sat there and like, that's all I said. And they're freaking out. And then... One of them went and got like a, a person, a venue person. And he's like, hey, this lady said, you know, you're you're being kind of rude. And I was like, oh, they were rude to me. I was like, I've got nothing else to say. I'm just sitting here waiting for the movie to start. And she's shouting at me, shouting at him, getting, get rid of him, get him, toss him out of here. I was like, I have no problems. I'm just sitting here 
trying to watch a movie. And I was like, if you want to be the person who throws out an indigenous man prior to a movie starting at at Vancouver International Film Fest, hey, if you want to if you want to make that headline, you can go ahead and do that. All I did was sit down and they were rude to me. And um, dude, this happens every time I go to VIF. <laughs> I don't know the, what it is. You, you're you're underselling it too. You're like you literally took five minutes of them saying shit to you. Oh yeah. Before you said something, like I would have said yeah. something thirty seconds after. Yeah. You, you you took it for like five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, well, they're they're just a couple of cunts, and I've got nothing else. Like I, they're not bothering me at this point. I don't know who they are. I'm just checking my Twitter and TikTok and Instagram, and yeah, happy, they're just being, ha- you know happy to be a VIF. Yeah, just happy to be in the moment happy to see a movie and then yeah they just i it reached a point where i had to say something otherwise i was like <laughs> i just can't live with myself if i don't say something the theater guy asked me what happened because i was sitting behind mm-hmm. and i'm like it was their fault not his why are you yelling at him yeah he's like oh i'm like yeah, yeah dude he did nothing wrong leave him alone mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it pissed me off. Yeah. I just and the, I th- and the fact that you've had this happen multiple times just makes it even worse. Like oh, I yeah. would I I was livid and you were like oh, yeah. you know, you were like super cool about it and like happens <laughs> yeah. all the time. Yeah. I'm like how bullshit is that? It really is. It really is. Like I I'm just going to fucking say it. That the film festival attendees are racist as fuck, dude, cuz it <laughs> only happens to me. They're only rude to me when it comes to like well, they've been rude to you when you they take your seats and shit. But like the way that lady implied that, I don't know, to part of me thought she was like implying that I might have been Asian and I'm the reason for COVID-19. And then like when I said I'm, I'm a native man and you want to kick out a native man, she's like, how do you know I'm not native? And she wasn't like she... <laughs> You just know <laughs> when you're native, you fucking know this shit, <laughs> you know, when you're talking with your own people. And I was like, well, are you? And she's like, no, but I could be. I was like, what are you even going on about, dude? Like, you're an idiot. <laughs> the The cool thing is that I don't forget faces. True. Yeah. I, I couldn't describe them to you if I if I tried. So. And if I see her again. Uh, I want to make sure the world knows about her. So yeah, yeah, because you mentioned they're both kind of they're kind of like uh, regulars at the film festival, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, but Bill, you should probably just drop it. Eh, you don't know me then. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. It, it was just it was just so weird, and like there was where we were sitting, there was a fair amount of space where they could have moved and they did to be fair though that theater was way oversold for being a 50 percent theater oh it was 100 yeah, percent. that that theater was 90 percent full on a, on a 50 percent clip Jeez. like it was bad but uh none of that shit should have happened anyway like yeah but, uh yeah i'm sorry that had to happen man like uh, we were having so much fun and, <laughs> we were yeah. and, the, the, and the next day was great too and oh yeah it's just that it's always that one fucking blip for you at vif yeah I don't, I don't understand it Mm-hmm. but uh yeah great movie so that was oh it was awesome i fucking <laughs> loved it <laughs> so that was the worst person in the world and then the next day we saw belfast yep i think everybody knows about belfast by now oh best, yeah best picture nominee yeah uh and then we saw official competition which is a film that's gonna come out this year and everybody's gonna love it oh yeah it's a spanish film with uh penelope cruz and antonio banderas yep and 
Antonio Banderas in his native language is like one of the most great actors we have going oh, right now. He he's so wonderful. Yeah, he's so we, wonderful. We all know about Penelope Cruz, but man, yeah. I love Antonio Banderas in his natural language. He's just mm. so fucking funny. Yeah, and that movie is so great. <laughs> it I is. Can't wait, I can't wait for people <laughs> to see it. Yeah. Penelope Cruz's hair is like a whole character on its own in that oh, movie. It's so great. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Viff was awesome other than the shit that happened. And I'm so happy I got to see my friends. Yeah. Like, another thing that helped with my mental health was seeing my friends. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, it was so good to see everybody. And I hope to see everybody next year or the, I guess this year. Mm-hmm. I've lost I've lost sense of time. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. What, what, I don't know what it is anymore. So mm-hmm. I, I always say like next year when it's like five months from now oh exactly it's weird it is weird uh then i also did tiff i saw 27 films at tiff oh dude it was really expensive and i totally regretted it but yeah you know you live once i was on vacation so fuck Mm -hmm. it yeah i think those 27 movies cost me like 500 bucks jeez yeah that's crazy I saw some really great stuff, but man, yeah. uh, that was that was a very expensive time. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Marina Antunes and I did a podcast. Uh, if you want to hear it, we did our top ten list for TIFF. Nice. Uh, it's at uh, atcpod.ca. It's a very good show. Right on. Marina is always the best. So yeah. you know, you know, we we already know that. What do we call her? The queen of podcasting. Damn right, the queen of Hell podcasting. Yeah. There is no other way to describe Marina. No. Uh, so yeah, uh, just just some other weird shit. Uh, did, you, did you like the Super Bowl? It was fun. Yeah, good yeah, game. yeah. It was. It was actually a pretty good game. I uh, I spent that whole week telling everybody that football was over because Aaron Rodgers is a douche. Yeah, what's up with that dude anyway? <laughs> I hope he retires. You think so? I hope he retires. Huh. Watch him be back with Green Bay again. <laughs> Do you know that Green Bay is like seventy five million over the cap right now? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. The hell. Yeah. I think New Orleans has a similar situation too. Yeah, it's really bad. And Aaron Rodgers makes forty five million. Jeez. So that'd be a good little cut. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's true. Uh did you watch uh David Ehrlich's top twenty five video? I did. Man, that rules. But here's the even better question. Did you watch Will Lindis's? You're gonna put me on the spot like I forgot to watch Will's. I'll be honest. Like Dude. I, uh, I, <laughs> I didn't. I I think because he posted his like well before Ehrlich's, right? Yeah. So I just didn't. Let me let me add a, a note here. I gotta I gotta watch. Okay, tell me tell me about Will's. <laughs> L- L- Loki Will's do a great work on these things. Like he's Hell always. Yeah. This is this is like I think it's third year doing it. Yeah. And every year it gets like progressively like a lot better right on and he's he's got the music down he's got the video down sweet they're, it's they're easily as good as Ehrlich's videos man like i, I oh will, hell Will's, yeah will stuff is really good so if you That's have dope. if you're looking for just like a like 50 minutes to like blow on youtube check out will's video it's fucking awesome mm-hmm. even i know it's march but fuck do it yeah. anyway oh yeah I, I still after i watch one of the, like the you know the prestigious films i'll still go back and watch Ehrlich's list like every yeah. time and it, it just adds that much more i always disagree with a few of his films though yeah i'm like wow you put bergman island at number two what the fuck is wrong <laughs> with you yeah but whatever yeah do what you want my friend do what you want he put Hell matrix yeah. on there so that's pretty cool yeah props to that i've, I've got a lot of respect for that uh, that's yeah. awesome team matrix here 
Hell yeah. Yeah, Team Matrix. Uh, what did you think of Book of Boba Fett? Uh, I enjoyed it. I I, uh, I quite loved it, actually. <laughs> I kind of did, too, actually. Yeah. Uh, people bitched about the the thing. Right, the, yeah. You know, the change. Mm-hmm. And I didn't mind it. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. Very sly, and it kind of fit into the finale. Oh, yeah. Quite a bit. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I loved it. Uh, I just love adult oriented star wars yeah stuff that's not like fucking ewoks <laughs> anything but ewoks yeah, or like jar it's, jar it's just adult storytelling mm-hmm. from jean favreau yeah and you know directors like robert rodriguez yeah and bryce dallas howard directed an episode of boba hell yeah it was, was like one of the best yeah. ones of like, the season yeah. was, yeah. it's, they're just doing good stuff yeah and uh man i love that show yeah and, they, and dave filoni's a big part of it too who I, I guess he did like all the clone wars stuff yeah so they're they're really they really have a good thing going i think a lot of like we're we avoid spoilers here the reason why people rip on Boba Fett a little bit, I completely disagree with. And I think, I think those people are just idiots. <laughs> you guys are just idiots. Just yep. enjoy shit, man. It's not that hard. <laughs> My only complaint is the, the first like two episodes promise something that just didn't happen or deliver on. Otherwise I had a freaking blast. Why didn't George Lucas make money off of Boba Fett? I don't know, man. Cause like <laughs> how much, screen time does he have in the original trilogy it's like five six minutes maybe yeah but we learn an answer to a question that every star wars nerd had for 30 years oh yeah in the first two minutes of boba fett (laughs) and george lucas could have made millions off of that oh yeah but he's such an idiot he didn't know what he had yeah and then all of a sudden, boom, you have this TV show. And it's awesome. I don't know. I just, Star Wars was, has been so mishandled. And all of a sudden, it, it seems to be turning around. Mm-hmm. Like like shows like Book of Boba Fett and games like Jedi Fallen Order and stuff like that. Like, oh, yeah. It seems a very cool time to be a Star Wars fan again. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. And, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm digging that. Uh, did you watch Hawkeye? I did. Um, I thought it was okay. I I. I don't know. I was. I, how about you? I like the last couple episodes. Yeah. Because somebody shows up. Yeah. See, like once it reached that point, I was a little bit removed from the show. So I was kind of like, oh, okay, okay. Like, whatever. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it, I liked it. I didn't think it was like top tier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I do appreciate that it, it had like a Native American woman in the show. Yeah. And that that was really cool. And to see the guy from uh what's it called? What was he in? Her her dad, the guy who played her dad. He's he's been he's always like that native guy in movies and shows. <laughs> that, that native guy. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> he's he's incredible though. Um I gotta look yeah. it up. Yeah, I don't I, remember I don't remember his name either. Yeah. But um yeah, he was in that sequel to The Shining. Oh, Cliff Curtis. Oh no, 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 not Cliff Curtis. Um, well, he was, he was, he was in Doctor Sleep. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Cliff Curtis is, is in Doctor Sleep, but it's the uh, the other tan brother, the guy who had like <laughs> who was rolling with uh, Rebecca Ferguson, Rose the Hat, um, Crow Daddy. His name is Zon McLaren. Okay. Yeah, he was also in um, Reservation Dogs. He was the sheriff. So good, the sheriff yeah. guy. So good. Yeah, uh, he's awesome. But yeah, he he's uh he was really it was really cool to see him pop up in Hawkeye. Oh, and and, and if you're looking for a low key, really kick ass show that nobody's talking about, Severance on Apple Plus. 
Oh, right. You mentioned that. Three episodes in, it's killer. I have no idea what's going on, but holy shit, that is some good sci-fi. Right on. And we all need a little good sci-fi. Hell yeah. That's like my motto. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really is. Some of the some of the best movies are sci-fi for, for sure. Uh, and just to uh, finish this off, this has been super long and I apologize. But oh, no, it, man. I'm, I'm just talking. Yeah. Uh, it's a new bill. What can I say? Uh, fortunately, a lot of people died. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and I, want, I want to give them a shout out because mm. a lot of these people are like really influential to me and I, I, I just have to. Uh, mm. Norm Macdonald died. Yeah. One of the greatest stand-up comedians of all time. And my mm. God, if you didn't watch Norm Macdonald on SNL mm-hmm. Weekend Update, you missed some good shit. Yeah. His attack on OJ for like two straight years. Oh, yeah. During Weekend Update is some of the greatest comedic stuff ever. Oh, yeah. Ever. And uh, you want to see a really funny clip? Norm Macdonald on Conan with Courtney Thorne Smith. Go oh, I haven't and, seen that. Go on YouTube and look that up. Nice. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. One of the greats, Norm Macdonald. Hell yeah. He didn't even know he was sick. Yeah, that's tragic, man. Yeah. Uh, director Jean-Marc Vallée died. That's right. Yeah. Director of like Wild and Dallas mm. Buyers Club. And he was like 50 something years old and died in his cabin in Quebec. That's tragic. Yeah. And I, I know you really, you really connected with a lot Wild. of his films. And yeah. Wild is like one of my favorite films. Yeah. And his first film, Crazy, mm-hmm. is incredible. Nobody's seen it. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I've seen it. It's incredible. I saw it at VIF and yeah. uh, the, it actually went out of circulation and somebody bought the rights because okay. uh, Cinematheque of Vancouver played it and made a point of saying this is the first time we played this in like 10 years. Wow. Because, because nobody had the rights to it. Crazy. So, uh, yeah. Uh, he'll be missed. He's a major oh, talent. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, we're we're gonna miss stuff that he would have made, and it mm-hmm. would have been incredible. Yeah. Uh, Bob Saget died. Yeah, pretty awesome comedian mm-hmm. uh, who always worked way dirtier than you thought he would. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was on Full House. Yeah, man. Yeah, a show I watched when I was a kid. Uh, Meatloaf died. Yeah, he was at Fight Club. Yeah, man. He was a big part. Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> yeah. And he put out Bat Out of Hell, which is like a, a, a low-key, like, top 20 album of all time. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he'll be missed, too. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know he has some weird views at the end, but uh, yeah, I'm going to celebrate the man. Yeah. And, and the stuff that he put out. So I, I agree. If, if people have problems with that, mm-hmm. that's cool. But I'm just celebrating the work he did. Exactly. Uh, Jesus Christ, Michael K. Williams died. Dude, that's... That fucking sucks, man. That fucking sucked. Uh, yeah. If you don't know who Michael K. Williams was, he was Omar Little on The the Wire. Mm-hmm. And quite possibly the greatest television character ever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Like, the, the, the show was my favorite show of all time. Mm-hmm. And he was a major part of the show. And, uh, yeah, uh, that, that whole show was about drugs. And I think he might have died from drugs. And that fucking pisses me off. Yeah. Because he was such a goddamn talent yeah so like one of the most unique voices you could ever get like just anytime he showed up you could just hear it in his voice he was just so good at what he was what he did that's tragic man omar coming y'all yeah yeah he uh he basically defined the wire as far as i'm concerned yeah there's no wire without him so it's a tragic loss man and uh 
Ivan Reitman died. Oh, yeah. Too many movies to name, but mm. uh, every movie you loved as a kid might have been directed by Ivan Reitman. Yep. Pretty much. Yeah. And, or, uh, or he had his fingers on it at one point or pretty much. influenced it. Yeah. Yeah. Any movie that involved like Bill Murray or Dan Aykroyd or, mm-hmm. you know, the, the classics from the 80s. Yeah. He, oh, probably, yeah. Had a, he probably had a finger in it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, he'll be missed. Uh, and just one, one more, uh, locally, uh, Shane Scott Travis died. He was a, a friend of all of ours in Vancouver in the film mm-hmm. scene. He died of cancer. Uh, wow. he been battling for close to a year and he was, mm-hmm. I wasn't like a really big friend with him, but he was a big friend of a lot of my friends. Oh, okay. So I thought I would shout him out and, mm-hmm. uh, cause a lot of my friends loved him. So yeah. I thought I would say, yo, uh, I, I wish I knew you better, bro, but, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, you will be missed. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, other than that, mm-hmm. on with the show. Uh, sorry, 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 I, sorry to bring it down, but no, it's all good. No, I think these are important conversations to have. Uh, I've got one to add. Sadly, uh, my my uncle Mike passed away. I think I mentioned to you. Yeah, a couple weeks ago, he um he he played. A, I don't know if he he knew this, and I'm sad. I I don't know if I ever told him this, but he took me to um my first documentary and uh at at the time i was like i was like man i feel like a fancy kid and uh (laughs) it was uh u2 rattle and hum and uh dude good film yeah he was just like hey do you want to go see a movie and i was like yeah sure and i was like what do we like i was a kid at the time i was like are we gonna see like dumbo or like some action movie or something and it's fucking u2 rattle and hum like a rock documentary and i was like okay i was kind of like it was black and white and i was like oh i don't know how i feel about this i'm just a stupid little kid and like 10 minutes in i'm like wow this is this is a whole new kind of movie like what is this and i was like and and, and then the ed sang van demon's land and you were like holy fuck this is incredible (laughs) yeah yeah so you know uncle mike really really helped kind of um project my my move my love for movies in, in a whole new way and um yeah it's just really sad he he died from covid and uh he was i believe in his maybe early 60s but uh what a loss man it was just real bummer i just i feel so bad for my father who he uh he's so close with his family and loves so fiercely and um i just my heart goes out to the family and uh you know life's life's precious man yep yeah that that was the the one thing about covid i was afraid to give it to people yeah me too i didn't want i didn't want that on me like Mm -hmm. oh shit i might have given you covid well yeah who we don't know like i might have given it to you who uh, it might not have it might have been just coincidence too and or, and or that, we got it from somebody at the theater yeah yeah but uh yeah there's that that's that stuff we we talked about earlier like the things they don't prepare you for like the guilt you feel it's like it's so weird like it's it's caught so many of us and it's it's not really our fault we just you know it's what it is i guess but man that sucks this is such a bad story and i probably shouldn't tell it but back, <laughs> back when i worked at the pharmacy mm-hmm. if uh people pissed us off we would fake cough oh no way yeah damn to get them away from us that's crazy it was terrible <laughs> but fuck them <laughs> fuck them yeah yeah people would be dicks back then too right and it's like yeah people still have no regard for frontline workers yeah dude my my uh my fake cough game was fierce <laughs> yeah that's crazy yeah people would run it was great <laughs> 
Right on. Well, now that we've, we've got that out of the way, what do, what do you want to move on to next? Uh, do you have a rant? Um, I don't. I got one. Okay. Yeah, why not? Hit us, hit us with it. Movie rant. So if, yeah. if anybody's new here, we usually do like a r- movie-related rant where we just rant about anything. It can be about film Twitter. That's usually my thing. Um, an experience at a theater whatever uh, trend in movies well what's what's your rant so you know we, we we've talked about how we you know haven't recorded in six months right and uh you know that's cool that's our thing whatever but here's the thing we have a movie podcast and i'm here to tell you that if we had been we used to record every two weeks and if right. we had been recording every two <laughs> weeks we would have had nothing to talk about Mm-hmm. nothing <laughs> i already told you the answer to this so i'm just gonna yeah. say it 14 movies have opened in three months this year that's crazy january had three movies open in it so if we had been recording a podcast in january we had three movies to talk about that's crazy man i don't know how the movie bears do it you guys yeah. are fucking great because <laughs> yeah. there's nothing to talk about right now <laughs> yeah and if we had been doing this every two weeks, I would have been like, yo, dude, let's uh, let's calm that shit down. Maybe do yeah. it like once a month, maybe. Because <laughs> yeah. there's nothing to talk about. Usually January is a dumping ground. Oh, yeah. Where stuff they, they just want to get rid of opens. Mm. Not even that crap was opening. It was, it was literally Scream, and the, the 355, and some other movie. Mm-hmm. That was it. That's outrageous. And then Jackass opened in like the first week of February. Yeah. That was the movie that got us back into the theaters, right? You and me. Yeah. No, I, I saw Scream. but uh, Oh, you, okay. Yeah, yeah. I can't stop myself. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I didn't I didn't see the 355 until it hit uh, VOD. Oh, crazy! It's not very good. I'll talk about that later. Okay. But yeah, like it's 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 pretty lean right now, man. Mm-hmm. We should have like done a music podcast. <laughs> At least we could have talked about that fucking Daft Punk show on Twitch. Dude, that was awesome. That was fucking incredible. How cool is that? I just love <laughs> I just love house music, man. And yeah. Early Daft Punk is like the greatest house music ever. Oh yeah. And uh, their their first album, Homework, which they pretty much played the entirety of that concert, mm-hmm. is like a house classic. Oh, so good. It's funny how uh, Daft Punk had 60,000 subs in like 15 minutes. Oh, it's crazy, eh? And 130,000 people watched that concert. Yeah. Live. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. They stole all of Adrian's fucking viewers. They stole my viewers. What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. All 15 of my viewers. Damn. (laughs) But yeah, that's it for my rant, man. Yeah. That's, it does suck, man. And like, yeah, stuff goes to VOD and like Netflix, but it's end of the day. It's a fucking VOD or Netflix movie. And let's face it. Those are pretty, they're pretty low percentage in terms of the batting average. Like, I think when it comes to that kind of stuff, they're just like, like I think their main concern is volume, right? Just putting yeah. shit out. And, but I hate um, to say this, but everything comes to VOD two weeks after it's in the theaters. That's true. Unless that's you're true. Paul Thomas Anderson or Steven Spielberg. Yeah, that's true. Or Christopher Nolan or somebody who has it in their contract that your, your movie has to play two months before it goes VOD. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, those heavy hitters would have that in their contracts for sure. Like West Side Story still hasn't hit VOD yet. That's outrageous to me. Yeah, it opened like before Christmas. Yeah. Licorice Pizza comes out tonight on VOD. Oh, it does, eh? On on iTunes. Crazy. Because I saw a commercial for it, which is weird. It's like, like, now on iTunes. (laughs) I'm like, what? Oh. That's fucking weird. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, everything else, like Ghostbusters was out two weeks after. 
Yeah. Well, you know, it's so, you know, it's that thing. Do you spend mm-hmm. 40 bucks plus parking mm-hmm. to watch a movie in IMAX or, you know, and maybe get COVID or <laughs> yeah. st- stay at home and rent Ghostbusters on, you know, iTunes for however, however much it is and your whole entire yeah. family watches it. Oh, totally. Can I just say on topic, I know we can't get away from COVID, but I'm glad it was for licorice pizza that we got sick and it wasn't like fucking Ghostbusters. (laughs) Oh, uh, speaking of Ghostbusters, (laughs) when I saw Ghostbusters Afterlife the theater, I got fucking pepper sprayed. Oh, yeah. (laughs) What happened there? Fuck, we're all over the place this show. I apologize. No, it's all good. Fuck it. I I got, (laughs) I'm watching the movie. And there's these idiots in the back just making a noise throughout the entire film. And finally, somebody tells them to shut the fuck up and like leave. So they get up mm-hmm. and they're walking out the, the exit. And all of a sudden, I see this liquid like fly into the air. And like two seconds later, people start going, get the fuck out. And they're all coughing. Oh, man. And they're maybe 10 feet away from me. Yeah. And I start to feel it and I just start to run. And luckily there was like nobody in the theater or I totally would have like been like George Costanza on on Seinfeld, just pushing women and children. Yeah. But uh, no, it was terrible. That place was fucking bombed. Damn. And I don't know how that place opened the next day because that theater was fucked. That's crazy, man. So I've still actually not seen the ending of Ghostbusters Afterlife because oh, I just you didn't might, care. You might be better off for it, but you you've probably looked it up, right? What, what I'm, I'm I'm guessing they win. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Tough, you know. I it's guess a, it's a Hollywood movie. Yeah. They, we'll get into it. Maybe we won't with Ghostbusters, but I had a lot of fun watching it. But like, there's a choice they make towards the end where I'm just like, bro, come on, man. I heard about guys, the choice. Yeah. The, yeah. It's like, bro, yeah. Why'd you guys go there? Anyway. <laughs> so uh, do you want to talk about some films? Yeah. So yes. like a, a really stupidly big lightning round because everything is supersized this episode. Yeah, that's that's just how we roll. So I think <clears throat> I can probably go first because I, I don't have as many movies. And then when you go do your list, I'll just jump in when I'm like, oh, I forgot to mention that. But, yeah, man. that sounds good. Uh, but yeah, I just wrote these down in no particular order, but I just wrote down some highlights from like the last few months. <clears throat> okay, first one, Uncharted. Uh, I had a lot of fun watching it. it. It was delivered on the action they promised. It's it's not Indiana Jones, but you know, I'll, I'll take this. <laughs> so uh, Tom Holland is now the biggest star in the world. Yeah. You know, Spider-Man made a billion dollars in COVID. Yeah, that's he's crazy. The biggest star in the world. I'll take it. He's, yeah. He's a good lead. It's not a bad film. Yeah. Just don't think about it. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's going to happen next? I want... <laughs> and uh, Mark Wahlberg's looking tired, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing to that film, but he's just outdone by Tom Holland the entire film. Well, isn't he one of those bros who's like, I get up at four in the morning every day. and He's got that good vibration. <laughs> exactly. Feel it. Feel it. Yeah. Yeah. The, maybe the, the, the alpha bro lifestyle can only take you so far, <laughs> maybe. But hey, I, I'd definitely trade places with him in a heartbeat. But uh, Yeah, dude, there's definitely worse films than Uncharted. Yeah. 
<laughs> it was surprisingly watchable. I remember. Oh, I, yeah. I, I remember after I watched it, I texted you like that was like better than I thought it would be. Yeah, you're like I didn't hate it, and I was like, okay, sold. And I went and saw it like a two days later because I usually kind of hate those kind of films, but oh, it, yeah. it was actually kind of watchable and yeah. made sense for like yeah. stupidity factor. But yeah, oh yeah, not bad. Yeah. Um. Oh, also starring Antonio Banderas. He was in it. Oh yeah, for a couple couple scenes, he was cool. Uh, I love Antonio <laughs> Banderas. Hamming it up, I love uh, it. So good. He, <laughs> under, he just understands it, man. Oh yeah, he understands yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, next movie I saw. Well, I saw this before this, but just again, listing whatever. Uh, Jackass Forever, which I love this movie, man. I love this whole franchise. It's just a. F- fun movie when i needed to laugh yeah exactly i, I, I really needed to laugh uh mm. uh just uh so much dick torture oh. <laughs> <laughs> there's way more frontal than they've ever had wow. right just, like just so much penai man holy <laughs> shit it's everywhere yeah it's in the opening of the movie like they, yeah. they like beginning sequence it's just there and some people at my screening were really offended by it Oh really? I'm just like fuck off. Yeah, like it's I'm making a, I'm, make, I'm making a joke of it, like having too much penai, but who fucking cares? <laughs> yeah. It's hilarious. Like some of the yeah. stuff they do, it's just absolutely hilarious. I just oh, like yeah. watching people beat the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. Is there something wrong with me? Yes, there is. Obviously, yeah. like you're not supposed to like this stuff, but I do. Okay. Well, I- I think it's because it's like such an immersive experience. Because you're like, they're not really gonna do that, right? And then they do it, and when the other cast members are like freaking out and like getting scared, you're, you're right there with them. It's, it's a it's, really cool form of storytelling in a way. There's, this is a bit of a spoiler, but it's, it's actually, it's been out there cause he's been talking about it, but mm-hmm. Johnny Knoxville almost died during that film. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fucking brutal. Oh yeah. And, uh, I knew it was coming cause he had talked about it and it's just like, Oh my God. Yeah. Like it kind of put a halt to the film. But uh, mm-hmm. other than that, it's really quite fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of good stunts, and they do some really interesting things because they can't really run around in public anymore. So they do like some really cool isolated scenes. There's one where they're isolated in a dark room, which was probably might have been one of my favorites out of their <laughs> their stunts. It was just who knew that out of all the shit they've done, that being in the dark was probably the scariest for some of them. <laughs> so. Oh, dude, I hate the dark. Yeah, me too. <laughs> too much shit could go on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I also saw the Jennifer Lopez, uh, Owen Wilson movie, Marry Me. Um, <laughs> dude. Oh, oh, my God. It's, why? Why? It's Sarah and I were like, yo, it's Valentine's Day. We're going to do some romantic movie watching. And um, it's a piece of shit, man. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> You could tell from the trailer, but I, I held out some hope. And the nice thing is J-Lo is just stunning to look at. So you get some eye candy with J-Lo. And, but other than that, like they don't even deliver a good song in this movie. Like you, I couldn't even cling on to that. So. Dude, at least tell me my, 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 my boy Owen Wilson was good he 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 just has nothing to work with yeah he just has nothing like he's just he's not owen wilson in this one and i think that's probably the issue he's playing uh you know an aging you know um he's a single guy single dad yeah um supposed to be kind of nerdy and you get flashes of, of owen wilson but yeah it just it's exactly what you think it's gonna be and it plays out exactly beat for beat the way you think it's gonna be and i know that like those movies aren't like supposed to be mystery or anything like that, but it's just so paint by 
paint by numbers, but like poorly painted by numbers. Uh, that sucks. But yeah, I, I didn't touch that one. Yeah. <laughs> you I, dodged a bullet there. <laughs> I'll never see that. And I'm quite fine. Yeah. You're okay. And anybody yeah. listening, go ahead and skip it. <laughs> <laughs> um, next one I saw Scream, which I had fun watching and thought it was thought it was good. I didn't so freak out. Is it Scream 5? Is it Scream, uh, Scream the reboot? Is it Scream the oh, sequel? Is it, it, it is. It is a con- continuation of, of the franchise. So it has, I know, but don't call it Scream. Yeah, that's true. It was already yeah. called Scream. <laughs> yeah. Fuckers. They even make jokes about it in the movie, right? I know. I just so I, dumb. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I like I like Scream movies. They're yeah. They're always fun. There was always some sort of like cool like uh, thing going about how you got to follow the rules and all that, mm-hmm. and it never actually works out. And the 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 villains are always like stupidly not what they should be. And yeah. Yeah. They, they always take like knife shots to the stomach and still live and, like, <laughs> and, and, and are perfectly normal 15 seconds later. Oh, it's, yeah. It's hilarious. Dude, one time I like cut my thumb cutting onions and I was I was out for the, the rest of the weekend. <laughs> it's crazy. But, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's not bad. It's uh, for a January film. That is like Schindler's List. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> the schindler's list of january movies that's a good point yeah so scream i think you know if you if you're a fan of the franchise you've already made up your mind you'll probably have a good time watching it i know i had a good time but i I had some reservations but nothing that really took away from the experience i i was like I, i was glad i watched it um next one texas chainsaw massacre on netflix I refuse. Um, you refuse, really? I refuse. Yeah. Probably the right choice. It's, again, this one, I had fun watching it, but it, it's such a far departure from what made the original um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre so great. And I know it sounds silly to say that. Um, it, it's more or less just picture picture a whole bunch of like alpha dude bro, NFT bros going to some remote place in Texas and they're like, we're going to buy all these buildings and we're going to make it an art gallery. We're going to do this and that. And they all get fucking murdered (laughs) by, by Bubba, (laughs) by Leatherface. And some of the kills are actually really gory and really fun to watch. Um, But at the end of the day, it's just, it's just really silly. Uh, I still had fun watching it, but it's not one I would recommend to people. The original Texas Chainsaw Massacre doesn't have very much violence in it. It's true. Yeah. It's yeah. because Toby Hooper was a genius. Yeah. He just let you build your own horror totally. inside your head. Totally. And, uh, like yeah. the idea of like these becoming like splatter films just drives me nuts because that is like a genuine classic film. Mm-hmm. Like and it has such a reputation and it's totally not that film. Exactly. And that's what makes it so cool. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I refuse to watch that. I, yeah. I'll just watch the original again and love it even more. Oh yeah. And lo- you're lo- better off for doing that. <laughs> and and, and uh, I heard it's, it sounds like it's almost like a direct sequel or something. Yeah, it is. A, it, yeah, it's got like the, um, the girl who survived at the end of the original. Uh, Leatherface is in it. He's older. Or the mom <laughs> is in it, talking about her sons. The girl from eighth grade's in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, it's like, wait, I know her. I know her. Where is she from? <laughs> I, saw, I saw the trailer, and I'm like, oh, she's in it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she plays. She's pretty good in it. 
Okay. Um, it is weird though. I think it's the Fetty Alvarez thing. He, you know, he always wants to try push the limit, and um, part of like the trauma that uh, the eighth grade girl has gone through was surviving a school shooting. I don't know if you heard that aspect, but wow, she's got some PTSD over that and facing Leatherface is part of her, I don't know, story, I guess you could say. It's just, it's just so weird. Like why would, you know, it, why would in, in 2022 would you, it could be anything else, you know? Dude, that is some toe shit right there. Fuck yeah. that. Yeah. It's pretty lame. That part really rubbed me the wrong way. Um, Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> uh, I really put this one in here because I just wanted to tear it a new one for a second. Eternals. My gosh, man. My gosh. I had such high hopes, dude. Chloe Zhao. You, you want me to better a bigger Chloe Zhao fan than me. And um, this movie is a piece of shit, dude. You know I hated why? it. You, you, do you know why Marvel spent a lot of movies introducing characters? So when they made the Avengers movie, they wouldn't have to introduce eight fucking characters. <laughs> yeah. Through flashback. Yeah. Am I yelling enough? Yeah. Fuck that film. Yeah. <laughs> dude. Yeah. I, it, it was like, yeah, they just tried to zip past all the, the character building and the, I don't know, man. I really wanted to enjoy it. Of course. So I, you know, we loved her previous stuff, but piece and of shit, dude. I know people who love the Eternals movie too, and I just like, I'm just like, the, that's I, I'm so happy you loved it, but man, mm. I just did not. Yeah, I just, I did. There I was, found all the characters were terrible. I found them to be undercooked. Like they, they just. I couldn't latch on to any of them. I, I didn't care for any of them. And they're all actors I really appreciated. And I'm going to say it's something that's going to out me as being very stupid. But to have a couple characters from a couple actors from Game of Thrones and a character who has a Game of Thrones name, that just like threw me way the fuck off. <laughs> I was like so confused. Ah, <laughs> uh, dude. Yeah, not, not a good film at all. Yeah. Um. Then I, uh, next one I have listed matrix resurrections which i was kind of lukewarm on the first time i watched it but i watched it again and it really hit me in a, in a, a different way yeah that, that was a really weird room like we mm-hmm. there was four of us there when we first watched it i was kind of into it nobody else was i'm like yeah oh shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i overall i loved it like second time i just took new meaning um i i liked it because i had no idea what that movie was going to be when i first like walked into the theater mm -hmm. and i was surprised by what it was oh yeah and that's pretty rare nowadays Mm -hmm. they they tried some stuff in that film oh yeah and i liked that they tried some stuff on a film Mm -hmm. that has a pretty big following oh yeah and uh i will say the special effects were not very good yeah they looked pretty cheap Mm -hmm. um the uh the the end credit song uh dude absolutely terrible yeah why not not just re uh re re up the rage song and play it again (laughs) yeah i uh that that upset me (laughs) i was mad i was upset (laughs) yeah i think i i I let my my feelings know when we saw it how much i hated that yeah, yeah I, I really liked it. I th- mm-hmm. uh, I know it's really like it's, it's split people a lot, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what you were expecting. Yeah, 
Well, I think, I think, and I know that it's not hard to come to the conclusion that the first act of the movie, they're just kind of making fun of what people wanted out of another Matrix movie. And then the rest of the movie is just Lana Wachowski giving you a middle finger saying, fuck you, you're not getting that. And I, I love that. I, I respect that. <laughs> I, I love the too. choices they made. Yeah. I, I thought it was amazing. Yeah. And, uh, but uh, I hope that's it. Mm-hmm. Cause, yeah. Let's uh, leave it there. Yeah. I'm, I'm perfectly fine because uh, you uh, you re- you redeemed yourself after the the, the two middle films, mm-hmm. which are quite possibly the worst two sequels ever <laughs> to a major action film. Yeah, I fucking hate Matrix two and three <laughs> with a passion. I rewatched yeah. them before that, and yeah. they're, they're they're worse than I thought they were. It's a tough hang, man. Yeah, and and uh, I don't like saying it. Lawrence Fishburne is is a big part of why they're not good. They just, <laughs> they just gave him too much to do. Yeah, it's uh, it was, those were not that, that was not a good time. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that's uh, the, <laughs> the, yeah, the fourth one's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next one I have listed is the, the biggest movie ever? Question mark. Uh, Spider Man No Way Home, which was just such a cool movie experience. Like just seeing that with a bunch of nerds who were really expi- excited to watch the new Spider Man and some of the stuff they threw at us. Through, and again, we're a few months away from it being released, but still don't want to talk spoilers. But some really cool crowd pleasing moments that. Um, I'll remember the rest of my life and just where I was sitting when it happened and super fun. It was pretty cool that we were in a theater that had all the people that hadn't been spoiled. Yeah, that's true. Certain aspects and they lost their goddamn minds. Yeah. It was awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody had the one at the beginning though. I'm going to be really vague, Mm -hmm. but nobody had that one. I had no idea that was coming. Okay. Yeah. I, I had no idea. Like, uh, I, I'm never on my Adrian Charlie Twitter account. And yeah, I'm not I'm not reading my friends posting vague spoilers uh, dude, weeks there, before these movies come out. There was photos of the, the big end reveal thing on the internet no six months way. before that movie opened. Seriously? Yeah, like like full photos of the entire thing. That's fucked. Like some some like A D or lighting guy wanted mm-hmm. to be a real complete dick Jeez. and like took a giant fucking spoiler photo and like everybody had that photo that's brutal yeah like that's brutal and it, it, it wasn't like i was looking for it i just went to like check my feed uh-huh. and some prick was just like oh i'm gonna ruin a giant film for you here you go <clears throat> mm-hmm. that's Damn. good times yeah people are assholes don't be one of those people if you're you know listening what? the movie is awesome oh it is yeah, uh, yeah. one of the a, a top five marvel film Mm-hmm. maybe even top three yeah i i agree with that uh it's really you know thor, thor 2 being number one. Oh, thor 2 i oh, like yeah that. oh yeah thor I, uh, 2, number one man yeah <laughs> <laughs> wait oh that was a shit one wasn't it yeah i'm, I'm, okay. being, an, I'm oh, being an asshole <laughs> for me it's like i'm captain america first avenger or uh winter soldier i i love those ones so much i'm, I'm a captain america fanboy thor ragnarok you know i'm not mad at that, that that's it. a good one yeah love it it's always so been funny. my favorite i just nice. love that film right on. but yeah this this spider-man film is uh is uh on another level mm-hmm. uh i quite enjoyed it and uh i i've only seen it once and uh i'm happy with, with not seeing it another time because i don't think I, I just need to see it again but man mm-hmm. i sure enjoyed it that one time yeah yeah um, i agree 
I, I watched the other Spider-Man films and I still think Into the Spider-Verse is probably the best of them. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I, I, I haven't made my, my top 10 list yet. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I've ever had a Marvel film on my top ten list. Yeah. Will it? Will it happen? <laughs> Tune in next episode, and we'll find yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. It could. You never know. You never know. You never know. Uh, next movie I have listed: uh, West Side Story, which I actually did see twice theatrically and loved. Wow, good for Both. you. God damn, I love that movie, man. I, I actually didn't see the original. <laughs> Obviously, I knew the story, but uh, it blew me away, man. I was like, "Holy shit, this is incredible." The uh, the original hasn't aged well. Oh right, I've heard. We'll, we'll just say that. Mm-hmm. But man. Steven Spielberg's 75 years old. He's just fucking flexing now, eh? That's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Total just uh, freaking uh, one of the goats. Mm-hmm. And he's just, him and Janusz Kaminski, just shooting the hell out of that film. Yeah. There are scenes with like, uh, uh, they're, they're going into a, a giant gymnasium where people mm-hmm. are dancing. And the camera just floats above them. And it's just one of the most breathtaking shots yeah you'll ever see and it's steven spielberg oh yeah and you're like he's he's he's, he's just the god of this shit (laughs) yeah and he's 75 yeah yeah and that's his was that his first musical i think it was pretty much it's it's fantastic yeah (laughs) um joseph Kahn. i don't know if you saw his tweet he said something the effect of steven spielberg comes in and makes every musical director look like a piece of shit (laughs) like it's pretty pretty much much. the way the way it went down uh i love it though it the 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 lead uh actress um her name slips my mind but she just felt like classic hollywood like something you don't see ever and just uh man i i I loved it i had a blast can't wait to have it at at home here's the question ansel elgort yeah yay or nay he he's serviceable in this one (laughs) Uh, i'll say that i wouldn't say very diplomatic (laughs) i wouldn't say he's bad I wouldn't say he's great either, but there there's also some kind of stink on him, right? Yeah, but there's a there's a level of acting in this film and dancing mm-hmm. and all that that he mm-hmm. just can't keep up with. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly it. And that's it becomes very up. apparent very quickly that he is just miscast. Mm-hmm. He's he, like he's not a deal breaker. Yeah, but man, it should have been better. It should have. It should have. Who do you think they could have gotten in that spot? Uh, Spider-Man? I don't, I, I don't know. Uh, Anybody? Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Oh, man. Yeah, he would have been great. I don't know. He sang, Anybody. He sang like a madman in Tick, Tick, Boom. Mm-hmm. Like, it was incredible in that. Yeah. Uh, and he has more charisma in his pinky than Ansel Elgort. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, it... He he was like out of his out of his league and out of his range. Where did Ansel where did Ansel Elgort's baby driver uh charisma like go? Like he he was very charismatic in that film and it just oh, yeah. dis- disappeared. Yeah. And I rewatched a few scenes in that after I watched West Side Story because I was like, wait, what happened? <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. And I was like, yeah. dude, when he's like dancing with like his grandpa and they're talking about girls and love and stuff, I'm like, where is this energy, man? Like what happened? But uh, yeah, West Side Story loved it so much. I saw it twice. Wow. Yeah. Um, This one kind of flew under the radar, I think. Antlers. Did you see Antlers? I did. Yeah, I I quite enjoyed it. What, what did you think? It was fun. Yeah, yeah. It's not gonna blow your socks off. It probably won't 
won't become an instant classic, but uh, it, it was cool. I, I dug the uh, the build up, the creature stuff. That was pretty fun. And I I I've seen ten worse horror films last year than that film. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. That, that, that's that's not a bad film. Yeah. It's not a great film, but it's not bad either. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So me and Sarah, we we rented it one night. We had a blast watching it, and that was Antlers. <laughs> um, speaking of bad horror films, Halloween Kills. Ugh. Evil dies tonight, dude. What were they thinking with this one, man? All that goodwill, yeah. After the after the, the, the last one, oh yeah. Where we're all like, wow, it's it's a rebirth of the franchise. Yeah, no, it's gone. It's completely gone. Yeah. The where they went wrong is they took the characters who made the the last one so good, and they just put them in the back seat to uh, what's his name. Anthony Michael Hall could carry Anthony, this film, man. Yeah. Don't worry. We're in good hands. <laughs> Anthony Michael Hall and uh, the internet, the, the mob, <laughs> will uh, we'll hand the reins over to them. It just felt to me like the original the original cast was like, yeah, we'll pass. And they're like, okay, well, we'll get you on set for like two days. And uh, we'll let Anthony Michael Hall uh, be a complete fucking idiot. Yeah, well, ho- hopefully the one that's coming out next is the final showdown between all the characters from the first film and mm-hmm. yeah so hopefully that that'll be good yeah but uh i won't be holding my breath i'll watch it with Did, i'll watch it but yeah didn't they put a major story thing in the post credits though i don't think i stayed okay <laughs> okay I'll, I'll have to text you after but okay yeah Anyway, um, No Time to Die was what I have listed next, which I was really confused watching it, man. I'm not really re-watching the Bond movies ever, <laughs> so they assume that we knew these back and forth like a Marvel movie. But when was the last time we saw a Bond movie? And I was just very confused watching it. Do you know what all I'm going to say about this film? Mm-hmm. Tenet was really good. Yeah. Tenet was great. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Because, man, I don't give a shit about Bond anymore. Yeah. Because Tenet is so much more than Bond. Yeah. And Mission Impossible is so much more than Bond. Mm-hmm. We have these really great Mission Impossible films. Oh, yeah. And they're so much better than these crappy Bond films. <laughs> yeah. That Bond film was two hours and 45 minutes long and nothing fucking happened. Yep. Your movie your movie is only as good as your villain. Mm-hmm. And Robbie Malik, fucking awful in that film. Dude, I don't know what they were doing with him there. It was just, yeah. <laughs> Choices were made. Choices were made. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did yeah. not like that one at all. Yeah, same here. I, I yeah, I don't want to say anything else cuz I I might spoil some stuff, but yeah. Don't don't want to get the Bond nerds all over us either. <laughs> That's right. All all five of them. Um Don't worry, friends. You'll love Tenet as much as I did in 5 years. Hell yeah. And, Hell you'll say, yeah. And, and you'll say you'll loved it for all that time, too. <laughs> it's not too late, man. It's not okay. too late to get on that train. The bad wagon, yo. Yeah. Uh, next movie I've listed, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, which I thought was super fun and really good time. Yeah, I, li- I liked it, too, actually. Yeah. Uh, Tom Hardy just having a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think he wrote half the script, so. Yeah. Yeah, uh, surprisingly funny, actually. I, I quite enjoyed it. Yeah. It's super short, too, and mm-hmm. doesn't overdo itself. and it just It's just fun for, like, 80 minutes. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah I, exactly. I, I had no, fun, no problem with it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that was a good movie. I liked it. Uh, something more recent, which was just a few days ago, 
I saw Foo Fighters' new movie, uh, Studio 666, which is a lot of fun. It's it's um, Dave Grohl and and his band going to this house that has a past of like people trying to record records there and violence happens and evil shit happens. And it, it has some really cool visuals and a couple sequences are really genuinely unsettling. And I, I felt really uncomfortable. <laughs> so I was like, yo, good for you guys, man. Like. I, I had fun. Sarah had fun. We laughed a lot. And um, yeah, it's a it's a light recommendation. Studio 666. See, you, you talked me into it. I didn't want to see it. And now I kind of mm-hmm. do. So oh, shit. I think I'm going to see it in a couple of days before we go, I go see Batman. Yeah. So it's only playing for one week. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I'll take it while I can get it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Still a little pissed off. Uh, we couldn't get Foo Fighter tickets, by the way. Dude, yeah, they're coming to our city, and uh, I was in the online virtual lineup about 30 minutes before tickets went on sale, and yeah, they were gone instantly, so. Scalpers. Yeah, sucks. <sighs> that's not cool. Uh, yeah. is, is that it for you? That's it for me, yeah. that's uh, I've seen other stuff, so when you mention something I also saw, I'll, I'll chime in. Okay, uh, I will try to, to make this really quick. But it's not going to be. I apologize. <laughs> oh, it's all good, man. It's all good. <laughs> There's just so many. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, first film is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, surprisingly directed by Destin Cretton, who directed Short Term 12. That's right. Yeah. Just like, wow. Okay. Whatever. Uh, this might be one of my like big surprises of the year. I had no idea what this film was and just walked out being an absolute, just huge fan of it. Right on. Uh, yeah. Another, like one of the, 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 the better Marvel films maybe ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I swear to God, you show anybody that, that, that like uh, that bus scene where they like beat the shit of each other. Oh yeah. 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 It, it's like incredible work done there. I just, I mm. show anybody that film and they'll be an absolute uh, uh, fan of the film. It's like, oh, a, yeah. it's an incredible film uh i i hope you i i i know you liked it so oh yeah man and and i hope he becomes like the next tony stark time will tell i'm I'm guessing they're probably going to queue up um spider-man to be to be the the future uh but simu lu is just it's got so much charisma and it's just so plugged into like social media and just such a good face for marvel that i I would love it if he if he took over as the, the leader of the the marvel movies and uh i'm like straight as an arrow but tony lee young is like a fine wine man <laughs> yeah that, that guy is if anything get better looking oh yeah <laughs> yeah by far just one of the most handsome men to ever be shot in a movie <laughs> more more charisma than ted ansel elgort's <laughs> yeah yeah and i'm just... looking at looking at his imdb in the mood for love was that was 22 years ago Yep. Dude, it's yep. insane. Yeah, that movie. You know what my thoughts about that. Oh yeah. Uh we'll do let's do this quick because uh I think we might be talking about it next show. Okay. Uh The Worst Person in the World is one of my favorite films of the year. Hell yeah. Uh, Hell so it's yeah. the third film in a trilogy by uh a top ten director that nobody talks about, Joachim Trier, mm-hmm. who just constantly makes bangers. Oh yeah. The guy just makes five star films. Yeah. And nobody talks about them. Well, finally he's getting his uh his due. And uh, I'm incredibly happy. Uh, the, the the lead actress Renat Renetzve is just uh, on another level in this film. 
Mm -hmm. Uh, She has this like incredible uh, cuteness to her, but she's like incredibly vulnerable and sexy and Mm -hmm. just something you you don't see in an actress very often. Mm -hmm. And uh, she, I think she's going to be a huge American star. Uh, Anders Donaldson Lai is, has been in every one of Joachim Trier's films. And he's also starting to get a little bit of a, a, a fanfare which i think is incredible mm-hmm. he's he's like he's a doctor oh really he works, he works three days a week as a doctor wow it acts the, the other two days or wow. three days yeah he's huh. he's a full-time like pretty much doctor <laughs> that's unbelievable yeah uh he's incredible in the film it's, it's it's a film about this woman who uh can't seem to make the right choice in life and mm-hmm. always tries to find something new mm-hmm. and whether it's good or bad she always tries something new and i i speak to this film because i, I just i've been like that where i've been in a really good relationship mm-hmm. but i just didn't like it yeah so i had to leave mm-hmm. even though it was it was a very good relationship i had to leave right. and uh I, she does this like in the first like 20 minutes of the film and it, it felt so right and everything about it just spoke to me as being mm-hmm. right and uh there's she has no answers at the end of the film and i, I feel like that i'm 45 years old like i don't like i don't have an idea of what i'm doing but uh you know life doesn't always have to be perfect yeah and oh, yeah. There's, there's nothing perfect about this film mm-hmm this isn't a fucking Kate Hudson film from the, the 90s <laughs> with, with Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. But it's a romantic comedy, mm-hmm. you know, but it's a European romantic comedy. And uh, I love it. I think it's oh, yeah. a special, special film. Mm-hmm. And uh, it also has like one of the great uh, soundtracks of the year. Oh, yeah. With some incredible needle drop moments. And, and some incredible shots that yep. people will, will be, be talking about for 30 or 40 years yeah oh that, it's, that just happened out of the blue for no reason just because yokum trier is fucking awesome oh yeah yeah so yeah, yeah it's one of my favorite films of the year we'll Hell see where yeah. it ends up yeah that one melted my brain dude <laughs> and uh it's just so cool like like you said some of the needle drops are so cool some of you have probably seen the trailer like she's running through the streets and stuff like that whole sequence just like my gosh my chills like I've seen it twice now, and I got chills both times. It just blew me away in the best possible way. Yeah, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, next film, uh, The Guilty, starring uh, Jake Gyllenhaal as a 911 operator gets a phone call about a kidnapping that might not be what he thinks it is. Mm-hmm. And it's a remake. Right. A film from like four years ago that totally didn't need to be remade because that one is way better. Okay. This one's still pretty good, but that one was a masterpiece. Nice. And, you know, learn to read. <laughs> yeah. It's that simple. It had subtitles, but it was such an incredible film. It's, it, it's, and, it, and it's a different film, too, because the, the, the Gyllenhaal character is very amped up, whereas mm-hmm. the character in the other film is very subdued. Okay. But uh, this one, has, it, it's, it's still a good film. Just watch the original. Yeah. It's so much better. Shoot. I still need to watch the original. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's good stuff. Uh yeah, but the the remakes on Netflix. So if you want to check that out, right on. Uh, documentary called Flea. Uh, I mean, did, did you watch Flea? No, not yet. Okay. No. So it's it's the only film ever to be nominated for best doc, best animated, and best foreign film mm-hmm. for the Oscars. Uh, story of a, a child refugee uh, trying to escape from Af- Afghanistan to Denmark, and it's and it's animated. Okay, which gives a kind of like freedom. 
to be mm-hmm. really inventive. Okay. You'll see, you'll understand when you see it. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Damn. The, sto- the story alone is incredible, but the, the, the way the animation works, it's just top level stuff. Uh, I hope it wins animated and uh, uh, I hope it wins doc. Cause I, but I hope, worst person in the world that's foreign film mm-hmm. but uh yeah it's incredible Wicked. uh yeah i hope you get to see it yeah i, I, hope, I hope everybody gets <laughs> yeah. to see it right on uh drive my car i didn't see this one nominated sadly. For best, it's a japanese film nominated for best picture that's amazing yeah so it it it, it, it broke through which is weird because it's, it's a three-hour movie mm-hmm. in japanese that sounds like completely something oscars would not want to watch Oh, totally. And, and it's not a very like fast film. It's about a, a man who uh, uh, his wife dies, and uh, he's he's trying to put out a a, a really cool version of, of Uncle Vanya, where mm-hmm. everybody talks a different language, including sign language. Oh, cool! It's really cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, he finds out his, his his vision is going, so he has to have a driver, and uh, the the play and the relationship between the the the, the driver. And the guy is really cool stuff. It's just, I found it too long. Okay. Uh, it's, I thought it could have been the same movie, two hours and 20, two hours and 30. Okay. And I think it would have been a better film. I hate saying that because yeah. I'm, I'm about the fucking director. Yeah. But uh, I it, it just found it a little too long. I also watched it at TIFF. Okay. And uh, it was it was tough. Mm. Uh, and I watched it since. And I, I liked it more. But uh, yeah, it's on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. tomorrow March, okay. March 1st right so everybody will have a chance to see it I think it's a really good film I still mm-hmm. think it's a great film yeah uh, not as good as everybody's saying it is but I think it's mm-hmm. really good the second half is way better than the first also okay yeah I love the second half of the film the first half is good mm-hmm. second half is great nice uh, but yeah it's good stuff uh, yeah I wish you had seen it just so you could like uh, tell Shoot. me I'm wrong tell me I'm wrong everybody <laughs> yeah. loves it yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, and I feel weird, like that I'm not like completely like over heels in love with it. That's yeah, because that's the first kind of like anytime people mention it, uh, I've only heard like, oh my god, it's so good, you got to see it, kind of kind of thing. And yeah, interesting. Well, yeah. I'll find out soon, soon enough. Yeah. Uh, Dear Evan Hansen, mm-hmm. spoiler alert: is the worst film of the year. Oh really? Damn, I didn't. I didn't see it. <laughs> so. Next, Power mm-hmm. of the Dog is a pretty good film, but man, it takes a while to get going. Okay, shoot. Once, yeah. once you get there, it's mm. really fucking good. <laughs> nice. I'm also not as high on this one as everybody else. As I mm. said, I think it takes a little while to get going, but man, is that Benedict Cumberbatch performance a doozy? Nice. And Cody Smith McPhee is also really good and jesse plevins is also really good and kirsten Dunst is also really good mm-hmm. and it looks incredible but yeah it still takes forever to get going yeah but man i love the ending nice so another one where i'm not quite as high on it but man mm-hmm. good stuff right just on. not quite great yeah yeah i wish i could weigh in on this i started it last night it was pretty late so we we got through about the chicken dinner and i was like okay well i guess i'll watch the rest <laughs> later this week how awesome is jesse plevins dude i i love him man so good <laughs> anytime he shows up in something i'm just like fuck just, yeah man just classes to place up man yeah yeah so so good <laughs> in, in, like in breaking bad oh yeah oh 
that was really probably the thing that really took him to another level right was yeah breaking bad i think because he, he, he was always just around but and, and he is winning at life he married kirsten dunst yeah man <laughs> good for you sir <laughs> yeah involved in one of the best tv shows and yeah recent recent years that's just winning 10, life. 15 years yeah yeah uh cry macho is a uh pretty standard clint eastwood film yeah he keeps on making one a year they're all kind of the same they're for us <laughs> they're for a certain age group mm-hmm. and i'm not quite there yet man <laughs> yeah. and i don't like these films <laughs> yeah they're just not good mm-hmm they all they all have kind of a, a same kind of message, and I'm just not down with it. So, oh. uh, yeah. Next, who mm. uh, I know you saw this. I know okay, you saw yeah. this. Okay, so for the first, oh man, an hour and ten minutes, I really didn't like *Malignant*. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then something happens, <laughs> and it goes up three stars. Oh yeah, holy that, shit! That's a beast of a movie, eh? <laughs> <laughs> holy shit <laughs> yeah man that's she, a crazy movie <laughs> there there's something happens mm-hmm. and there's a fight in a cop shop yeah it's like something out of john wick oh yeah and fuck me that movie rules <laughs> but but it doesn't like the first like hour is not good it's a yeah. really shitty jello film mm-hmm. and then it becomes fucking awesome it's <laughs> <laughs> not supposed to work like that man yeah it, it would be better if it was like more consistent but holy shit is the journey ever worth it in that one yeah, <laughs> just like massive claps to James Wan for just not giving a fuck yeah well good stuff yeah that last act is just a freaking classic oh yeah yeah people will be talking about that last act for a very long time Mm -hmm. i loved it yeah uh we talked about venom yeah stuff oh yeah uh hell yeah (laughs) the uh new film from julia decarno the winner of the palm door at Cannes, which makes me laugh Dude. Like, the only reason that won the Pop Doric Cod is because Spike Lee was the director of the uh, jury. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. man, that, that's not a, the film to win the Palm Door. <laughs> it's probably the last time we'll see a movie like that win the Palm Door. Yeah, totally. Uh, it's really violent, mm-hmm. but it's also incredibly sweet. It really is. And has a real heart to it. Mm -hmm. And if you could get past that first act where most of the violence is in the first act, it has a really great story to it Mm -hmm. that I think really needs to be seen. Oh, yeah. And I think Agath Roussel, her performance is so daring and incredible that uh, it outdoes everything that has been done this year from a female acting mm-hmm. wise. I think it's the best performance of the year easily. Right on. She, she's just incredible. Yeah. And uh, I think Ducardo is uh, on track to be like a John Carpenter level director or just like her entire like canon is like just loved by everybody. Mm-hmm. She's like two films deep and we're talking five stars both times, baby. Hell yeah. And uh, her first film raw is also on another level. Yeah. And this film is on another level. Oh yeah. Uh, just don't think of it as the, the, the woman who fucks a car film. Cause that's all yeah. people talked about. 
Oh, There's it's ridiculous. so much more to this film than mm-hmm. that. Yeah. It's lovely. It is. One, one, one of the best films of the year. Uh, absolutely. And I think that's what... It's almost like she made it a challenge to gross you out and to get you like, oh my gosh, this is so violent and nasty and gross. And to see if by a certain point in the movie you could kind of turn around and go like, wow, this is beautiful. This is like really heartwarming. And it, it genuinely is. And the people who... Um, are on that journey or are on that wavelength we'll, we'll get the most out of the movie but if you're just kind of like yeah raw 2.0 like it's, it's not that at all like it's not even close to that it's it's its own thing and i, I love that yeah uh I, i'm glad you're on the same wavelength because i mm. uh i will defend that movie until i die yeah i love it i really yeah. do mm-hmm the, the Blu-ray is nice, too. Oh, nice. Yeah, just came right out. On. Uh, this one is a really weird one. I saw it at VIF, but I thought I would say it just because I want people to know about it. It's called What We Do, Where We See, Where We Look at the Sky. Uh, it's like a, a, a fairy tale, like a modern fairy tale about mm-hmm. uh, the, this man and woman who meet and decide they're going to go on a date, but they get uh, cursed, cursed. Ooh. And wake up the next morning and they're they're completely different people and they don't remember ever meeting. Mm-hmm. So the whole movie is them trying to get together to break the curse that they okay. don't know actually exists. It's a total simple like old story, but mm-hmm. done by a, a, a European director who uh, seems to really like just have a love for fairy tales. Okay, it's, it's it's really wholesome and really nice, and they don't make films like this anymore. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's like really like some like almost feels like old school like Walt Disney kind of shit. Oh, sweet! But it's really sweet, and uh, I really liked it. Uh, nice. And it's funny because I went to the 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 VIF press conference and was talking to one of the programmers. Uh, shout out to our friend uh, Curtis Wolaschuk. Hell yeah, contact. He, he told me to look out for that one, and uh, I loved it. It's on Mubi, the mm-hmm. the, the subscription uh, platform. Uh, I loved it. I thought it was great. Right uh, but uh, I don't know. Nobody's talking about it, so I thought I would say it. Right uh, no Time to Die. We talked about that one. Yep. We both just loved it. Loved <laughs> it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Paris 13th District. We saw that at VIF. Uh, a, a complete breath of fresh air and the uh, kind of like young adult uh, romance kind of film mm-hmm. where p- people uh, have real conversations and the it's hilarious and a great script. Jacques Odiard's a genius. And as, as I said before, there, 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 there's no Kate Hudson in this film. Yeah, It all seems very real. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's coming out very quick. It's, it's on VOD next month. Oh, sweet. Uh, I think it's really good. Oh, yeah. I know you loved it. I, thought, I know oh, we yeah. were both very blown away by it after we saw yeah. it. Yeah, and the cast is so beautiful too, right? That really helps a lot. Yeah. But they're so talented too. Like it's just... It's just stunning to look at, and the people are stunning to look at. So uh, it's it's very beautiful. Uh, Red Rocket is another home run from Sean Baker. Hell yeah. Uh, a, a really nice guy who I've met and was actually nice enough to talk to me. So like, it's even cool. more of a plus. Hell yeah. Uh, legitimately, Simon Rex for everything. Yeah. Uh, he plays a, a an ousted porn star who returns to his hometown in Texas to seek redemption or like a, like a rebirth. And uh, 
His name is Mikey Saber. Yeah, that's a great a, name. A poor name if there ever was one. <laughs> yeah. And he's such a bad dude, but you cheer mm-hmm. for him because Simon Rex is so charismatic in this film. Mm-hmm. It's unreal. Like you, you cheer for the bad guy to do well. Oh, yeah. And, and Baker's just a genius. Like the, the script is incredible. The people he finds to be in his movies are not professional actors. Mm-hmm. And they're all really great. Yeah. And the, the the use of music is incredible. It, like it hits you right away with the credits. Like you know you're in for a time soundtrack wise when that song plays. Oh yeah. And uh it's it's one of the best films of the year. Uh yeah he's an incredible filmmaker and you know we all you, you know we love sean baker on this podcast oh yeah it's it's a real shame that he wasn't there for it like i was kind of half expecting to see him there and i know he'd been to the two other screenings but not that one. Oh shoot really damn yeah. that's too bad that would have been cool just to see him you know just like yeah because to- he was- i totally should have introduced you to him at the, at the rio when we were there mm-hmm yeah Ah, that's all good (laughs) there will be another time i'm sure oh yeah he's always in vancouver so that's dope uh belfast is a genetically mutated oscar film (laughs) made made in a petri dish (laughs) and it is the oscarist oscar film of the oscars this year hell yeah and uh yeah it's not a bad film it's actually kind of a good film i (laughs) i I have no problem with it but man that is some fucking oscar bait (laughs) <laughs> it really is man I, I, and i'm nibbling at it i'm like, nibbling dude, at that could, shit could you, have, could you have a more beautiful cast than jamie <laughs> dorton and the katrina belf dude like, wow when the, he, the kids they would have yeah the when he he's singing at the end i'm just like fuck me man like this is just not fair dude he's just like i was <clears throat> and me and sarah i mentioned you before we started recording we just watched the fall season one which is new to me but sarah's seen it before and jamie dornan man he's just like one of the most handsome dudes to ever exist and watching him sing that song in like black and white and i just couldn't handle that shit man <laughs> i love belfast <laughs> I, just, I don't mind saying it <laughs> Oh, oh, and, and hey, we're going to make it even more Oscar eligible. We're going to throw fucking Judy Dench into the film. Yeah, yeah, Judy Dench. That's, that's all you need. <laughs> it's not a bad film. I quite yeah. liked it. It's very, yeah. very nice, very joyful. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, yeah, I, I just hope it doesn't win. Yeah, it... I, it's it's as I said, it just feels like it was genetically mutated in a petri dish to mm-hmm. win Oscars, and I hate those oh, kind yeah. of films. Yeah, I hear. Doesn't him, doesn't matter if they're good or bad. I just it just feels very forced. Yeah, good yeah. film though. Good film. Yeah, not yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as we said before, uh, official competition with uh, Penelope Cruz and Antonio Banderas. Is awesome. Mm-hmm. It is coming soon. Uh, it is a film about uh, Penel- Penelope Cruz plays a director who is uh, given the task of making the biggest film of all time. And she gets to pick the biggest actors of all time. Yeah. And she picks uh, Antonio Banderas. And this other guy, I forget his name. Yeah. But it's the Antonio Banderas show and Penelope Cruz's hair show. Oh, yeah. It's so funny. It's so original. I've never seen anything like this. It is one of the the, the great foreign films from last year that nobody is talking about. Mm -hmm. And I'm so happy we've already seen it because that means I can talk about it for the next six months. Oh, yeah. Uh, It's lovely. 
I can't yeah. wait for people to see it. Oh yeah, I agree. It's yeah, and it's the movie has like they do a nice job of explaining the culture that's happening in the movie. Uh, the other guy, his name is Oscar Martinez, and he's from Argentina, and um, he's they're based the, out of he's he's the straight man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the other two are wild and wacky. And he's the straight man. Yeah, he keeps he, them balanced. Oh, he keeps a balance in the movie. So good. <laughs> and they they make jokes about his his Argentinian accent when he speaks Spanish. And they there's lots of weird little things in there that I never would have known if it wasn't for this movie. And like it was just really interesting to watch them all like just go toe to toe. And a big part of the movie is each of them trying to upstage the other and you put three incredible actors and in, in, on screen and magic happens man it's it's so good i haven't heard an audience laugh that loud in a very long time mm-hmm. it was unreal oh yeah yeah, yeah. I, I love that film uh I can't, I can't wait to see it again me too yeah me too uh next uh this is a weird one because i i'm not even still quite sure what i think about it it's just a, a kind of a wacky film uh the film is lamb uh Numi rapass and her husband uh yeah they they raise a <laughs> they, they raise a lamb <laughs> and yeah. shit happens uh oh, yeah fuck is it weird it is um, I, I, I don't know if I like it. I, I, mm-hmm. I'll give it, uh, credit for being a, like, a, like a really like weird premise mm-hmm. and they go full in. Oh yeah. Like they, 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 they dress the lab. They teach the lab. <laughs> it's oh like, yeah. It's full on. <clears throat> uh, I just don't know if I liked it. Yeah. It's just I, one of those films. Yeah. I, I thought it was really cute. Like, and, and they really do commit to the bit. Like they just go all out. And, um, I really like the way it wrapped up. I <laughs> it was kind of weird. The, the ending is quite good, but man, I just yeah. wish there was more before mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I don't know. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. But, uh, you know, nice try. Like, oh yeah. Keep on doing weird shit. I'll watch your film all day. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like I, the weirder, the better. I love that kind of stuff. Uh, the last duel is the, the better Ridley Scott film of the year. Nice. Uh, yeah, it's like a, a Rashomon retelling of a, of a of a you know a rape, three sides to a rape. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 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 woman who gets raped is Jodie Comer. Her husband is Matt Damon, and Matt Damon's boss is Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck is having a lot of fun in this. Oh, really? Yeah, I oh. didn't see this one yet. It's so funny. He you can just tell he doesn't give a shit. It's mm-hmm. hilarious. Uh, Matt Damon's not very good, but but uh, Jodie Comer is always incredible. Uh, it's 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 a a period piece, you know, like. Uh, horses and knights and kings oh right yeah yeah and there's a duel at the end Mm -hmm. hence the title Uh, it's not bad (laughs) it's just um it's also very long Mm -hmm. uh it's close to three hours okay uh it's not bad it's a good film Mm -hmm. uh not a lot of people, this this bombed at the box office. Nobody saw it. Yeah. I, if you get a chance to watch it on VOD, I say I, I say watch it. Cool. It's not bad. Yeah. Uh, we'll do this one really quickly. The uh, the many saints in Newark uh is really terrible, and they should never make another Sopranos movie ever again. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, nice. Machete kills sucks. Um, this the next one's called mass uh did did you see mass uh no i didn't so uh after a school shooting uh the parents 
of the school shooter and the parents of somebody who died in the school shooting uh, meet in a church and sit down to talk. It's not a documentary. It's a fiction. Mm-hmm. And it's just them talking about the shooting okay. and, and how the police reports tell them how their son killed their son. Oh, wow. It's fucking harsh. Wow. Uh, the acting is incredible. Uh, mm-hmm. Jason Isaacs, uh, Anne Dowd, the incredible Anne Dowd. Oh, she's amazing. Uh, Martha Plimpton and Reed Birdie, uh, the one of the best acted films of the year. It's so emotional. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a totally brutal subject, and they go really hard, really hard. Uh, it's really hard to watch, but man, is it an incredible film. Yeah. Another film nobody's talking about, mm-hmm. and uh, tough subject, but man, uh, come. And Dowd should have gotten nominated. Damn. Yeah, she's incredible. She's always incredible. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ass is on VOD, so if you want to watch that, uh, it's really harsh, but it's pretty essential. It's an incredible film. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Rescue. Did you you see The Rescue? No, I didn't see The Rescue. So it's it's from the guys who made uh, Free Solo. Okay. Uh, It's uh, the soccer team and their coach gets caught in a cave in thailand and it's so far into the cave and so deep that nobody in thailand is trained to to like rescue these people okay so they have to fly people specialists from england and around the world to come in and save these people Mm -hmm. and there's no way to save them without doing incredible measures i'm not going to spoil it Mm-hmm. But the stuff they do in this film will make your jaw drop. Wow. It is incredible. Nice. One of the best documentaries of the year. Nice. It's special. It's on Nat mm-hmm. Geo. Okay. I, I saw it in the theater. I loved it. Nice. Uh, yeah. One of the coolest uh, documentaries I've seen in a very long time. Yeah. That's awesome. Incredible stuff. Uh, okay, this is... I'm going to be really short with this. Okay. Dude is a perfect film. Yeah. <laughs> Last You're night's, not wrong. Last night, <laughs> Soho is not. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Uh, Dude is a perfect film. Uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. It might be on my top 10 list. Nice. I had a every, feeling about that. Every other film bows in the greatness <laughs> of Oscar Isaac's beard. Exactly. Dude, uh, that yeah, beard. That beard is fierce. Majestic. Uh, last night in Soho uh, is a major disappointment. <laughs> It doesn't know what the hell it is, and yeah. uh, it which sucks because uh, Thomason McKenzie is a star, mm-hmm. and she's the best part of the film. Yeah, yeah. Enough about that one. I, I could talk more, but why, why, why destroy it? Why, why bother? <laughs> uh, the French Dispatch is a bunch of shorts, and one of them is great, and the rest of them are okay. That's about it. Yeah, I I forgot I watched that. That's that's how much I remembered about it. Um... The first I agree one, with you. the first one with Benicio del Toro and Leia Sadu in it, mm-hmm. is awesome. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, and then it kind of loses. They're okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I wish he would kind of get back to basics. Mm-hmm. Everything has to be so pretty. Yeah, and it is really pretty. But work on the script too, my friend. Yeah, I just felt like this one. It felt like he was going for more scale as well, which wasn't really his thing yeah as he rose to greatness and i'll I'll sign up and i'll be there day one for his next movie but i was really disappointed with this one yeah like who knows like he could come out with a, another grand budapest next time and we're all back yeah. on board so oh totally yeah yeah uh the card counter is a really cool film by paul schrader 
which nice. is uh, becoming the norm. Uh, another great Oscar Isaac performance where he right just on. wears a suit like a motherfucker. Holy nice. shit. Uh, <laughs> he, he, he plays a poker player who wants to go legit to mm-hmm. help a, a, a new protege, but stuff just work out because it's a Paul Schrader film. He wrote yeah. Taxi Driver. Yeah. If that's enough for you. <laughs> uh, it's a good film. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm liking the, the, uh, the, the Paul Schrader renaissance. Um, First that's Refor- awesome. First Reformed was also a very good film. Mm-hmm. This, that's probably a better film than this, but uh, this is also a pretty damn good film. Right on. Uh, Eternals is complete crap. Next. Uh, <laughs> Spencer, the new Pablo Lorraine film. Oh, right, yeah. And, and there is nobody who's a bigger Pablo Lorraine fan than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is uh, Lorraine trying to make a Kubrick film. Okay. But uh, Barry Lyndon. Everything's mm-hmm. like naturally light, lit, lit and like everything is just like uh, really incredibly Barry Lyndon-like. I kind of had a weird obsession about that film for a very long time because it's... I think it's Kubrick's best shot film, which mm-hmm. is really saying a lot. Uh, it's all, you know, the film's about Princess Diana and, you know, K-Stu is great. And I love how it's more like a, a mystery slash horror film than a biopic. Oh, it is. Well, I didn't, yeah, it, I had no idea. <laughs> it's, there's some really weird shit going on. Look, it's a Pablo Lorraine film. You know, something yeah. weird's going to happen. Oh, totally. Uh, it's a good film. I just don't mm-hmm. think it's great. Another yeah. one that I just don't think is great. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love Pablo Lorraine. I think yeah. Jackie and, and, and No are mm-hmm. both like just masterpieces. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, this is this, this is a good one. This is not great. Uh, tick, Tick, Boom, the new Lin-Manuel Miranda film with uh, a really incredible performance from Andrew Garfield playing Jonathan Larson, who who wrote Rent and right. uh, his uh, his whole uh, trying to make it before he turns 30. That, that was his, his motto. And he died like right after this came out. Mm-hmm. And uh, wow, Andrew Garfield is so incredible in this film that he makes everybody else look terrible that's unreal like he's on another level he's always on he's one of the greats already mm-hmm. and uh he's he sings like just his ass off and it, it's a really good film i just i just wish the acting around him was half as good as him yeah what are you gonna do uh benedetta the new paul verhoven film uh hey he paul verhoven you know who he is he's he's the guy who made showgirls and starship troopers and he always tries to make like push the envelope well this this movie's a a lesbian nun film oh what <laughs> where, they, where, they, where, they, where they, they, they they make a, a dildo out of a crucifix whoa and every, shit and everything yeah that sounds like super like hot and all that but mm-hmm. it doesn't go far enough i wish it went farther okay I expected something from a Paul Verhoeven film, and mm. I don't think it went far enough. Okay. I expected him to do something outrageous, and it's not really that outrageous. And I, I think it lost me because of that. Maybe, uh. I, I, maybe, maybe I'm a bit of a sicko, but man, I wanted more. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, Red Notice with uh, Gal Gadot, The Rock, and <laughs> Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, you didn't watch this. I didn't. I, I heard says. like a lot of bad things. So I was like, yeah, oh, maybe I want, maybe not. If they didn't have Adrian, then they didn't have anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. It's, it's fine. Yeah. 
it's, it's not a bad film. Actually, the, the Rock and Ryan Reynolds have pretty good chemistry. Oh, right just, on. Just constant one-liners. Mm-hmm. And Gal Gadot sucks. That's that's yeah. the that's the part that doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, it's not a bad film. It's way better than everybody said it was. It's still not very good. Like it's oh, okay. It's a very middling three-star film. Mm-hmm. Not as bad as everybody said. It's on oh. Netflix. Everybody watches it on Netflix. It's definitely yeah. Trend. Except for me, yeah. I guess the director, he did Skyscraper. I, I wish I knew that information. Otherwise, I would have checked it out. That was a wacky <laughs> film. <laughs> Skyscraper was hilarious. Now, I think it was unintentionally funny at times. That scene where he jumps between the fan blades? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> he operates the crane for the very first time, and he's like a, a master with it. It's, just, it's all just so dumb professional yeah uh jagged is a documentary about alanis morissette oh cool and how she started and you know how jagged little pill became like the biggest album of the year and sold like a billion copies and she became this giant household name and she's kind of a quiet shy introverted girl who uh actually seems pretty cool and i quite liked the documentary she had a lot of stuff to say about uh you know the 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 90s and how they were kind of like a bad time and uh uh, it's on hbo i quite liked it right on she seems like a really cool person yeah for somebody who's been through a lot i think she seems pretty down to earth and that's pretty cool that's cool because like when she was rising to fame like when she first blew up like being introverted being like anxious that was not something we talked about back then like that wasn't a thing that existed no that's and interesting she, she was the biggest thing in the world oh yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's a good doc i recommend it quite a bit right on uh king richard is the story of uh uh venus and serena williams and how they were raised by their father to be tennis prodigies okay okay the father played by will smith oscar nominated will smith mm-hmm. uh it's good uh oh, nice. will's really good the 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 girls who play venus and serena are really good john barenthal's got an incredible mustache in the film oh sweet it's a character of its own <laughs> yeah uh it's quite good i uh better than i thought it would be actually to tell you the truth right on uh Let's see. House of Gucci uh, <laughs> is not good. Yeah. A lot of the characters are in a different film, including Lady Gaga. Oh, who no. starts kind of talking Italian. Mm-hmm. And by the end is talking like Russian. <laughs> okay. Quite weird. Jared, yeah. Jared Leto is in another film. Jeez. Wow. He's in another film. That's and, crazy. And Al Pacino shows up and just starts going, hua, or oh, something no. to that like that. He's like yelling a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not very good. I didn't like it at all. Yeah, uh, I'm actually being quite nice to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, West Side Story is really good. We talked about it. Yeah, I swear I'm almost done. <laughs> Matrix Resurrections is really fun. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, Spider Man No Way Home is really great. We talked about it. Yeah, uh, Nightmare Alley is not very good. Oh which no, really sucks because I kind of like Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Lots, lo- lots of great actors, but it, it just isn't really anything that I could just recommend. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just a bad noir. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, and I, I wanted a lot from it, and I got, <laughs> didn't get much. Mm-hmm. 
uh licorice pizza gave me covid yeah <laughs> it did <laughs> then i wrote in giant letters fuck you pta yeah and then i wrote great movie <laughs> until the last act oh man or it lost me it did didn't it yeah i i know why i know why but it I still really enjoyed it. And I just rewatched it a couple of days ago mm-hmm. and I still stand by it. I, the last act just doesn't work for me. Yeah. It, it's and to be really like blunt about it. It's when Betty Safdie shows up. Yeah. Yeah. That, that part, I just, it, it kind of loses me. Uh, still, I, I, I enjoyed the film quite a bit. And I think mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's just a fun movie to watch. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, even if, uh, I kind of think Gary Valentine's a bit of a dick. He really is. Yeah. Yeah. And she's kind of great. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah, it, it, that part doesn't work either, but mm-hmm. I still let it go because it's really well written. Mm-hmm. And the scene with the truck going down the hills with no gas <laughs> yeah. might be my favorite scene of the year. Right on. Oh, it's it, great. It's, it's awesome. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's, it, it's a weird, uh, like double for Paul Thomas Anderson. Mm-hmm. Like he usually hits home runs. Oh yeah, this is like I, a, a double, maybe stretched into a triple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. I I'm still not sure where I where I land on it. I had a blast watching it, and uh, I loved like all the weird cameos in the movie, like Bradley Cooper just showing up and being like cranking it to eleven, and uh, Sean Price Penn. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's so like it's so crazy and like sean penn and um who else was in that bar tom waits tom waits dude like i could i want to watch a movie based on like just that restaurant with those characters and anybody (laughs) else he cooks up in there it was just it was awesome yeah yeah good movie Mm -hmm. just not it's just not the master yeah or bookie nights yeah, I that, Magnolia. That, that I agree with. Yeah. yeah. Uh Cyrano C- is a pretty cool period piece musical with Peter Dinklage. Okay. Uh Cyrano de Bergerac. Mm-hmm. Uh instead of the nose, he's a he's a he's a he's a dwarf. Okay. And uh he can't get the woman that he wants because he's a he is a, a dwarf. Mm-hmm. Um it's a good film. Peter Dinklage is incredible. Yeah. And the music actually kind of works. And for me to say that, that says a lot because I just I don't I'm not a really huge musical fan. Mm-hmm. But it's a good film. I quite right on. it was more enjoyable than I thought it would be. Nice. Uh a hero is a really great film from a really great filmmaker that nobody talks about. Uh, the great Asgard for Hottie mm-hmm. who made a separation and the salesman. <laughs> He's an incredible filmmaker. And uh, this movie finally is everybody's chance to watch him because it's on Amazon prime for free. Oh, nice. So if you have Amazon prime, go watch a hero from a, a, a legit top 10 filmmaker in the world. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. And, it's a, a, another incredible film from him. The guy doesn't make bad films. It's nominated for Best Foreign Film. Uh, it's incredible. Check that one out. Mm. Uh, Parallel Mothers is a good film, but almost kind of feels like a, a like a, a, a rare strikeout from Pedro Almodovar, mm-hmm. which is weird because I just love him to death. Yeah. Um, it just doesn't quite work as well as i want it to mm. even if penelope cruz is incredible yeah uh, yeah it it has the feel of a pedro film and the, mm-hmm. the great the, the great look and the great performances but it just i don't think it works as well oh, as it should yeah 
which sucks because I love him to death. Oh, totally. Uh, we talked about Scream. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. Uh, the Fallout is a film about a school shooting and the, the aftermath of the, of the of the students who were there and how they, 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 they deal with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a documentary. It's a fiction. Okay. Uh, the, the, the girl from Scream, Jenna Ortega is in it. She's really good. Yeah. Film, she's in a lot of stuff these days, eh? Yeah. She's, she's I don't quite, mind. She's quite good. Yeah, yeah. I have no problem with her at all. Uh, mm-hmm. she's, uh, the, the film's good. Mm-hmm. It's not great. It's on HBO yeah. Max. Okay. Uh, it's not bad. Right on. For a film about a school shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jackass Forever is pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, the new Steven Soderbergh film, Kimmy. Uh, the the Steven Soderbergh uh, COVID film about a woman who is afraid to go outside and, and overhears a murder and has to try to get to the police office before the killers kill her. Hmm. It's really quick. It's like a yeah. super fast movie, but damn, is it fun. Nice. Soderbergh shoots the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Zoe Kravitz is awesome. Right on. I loved it. I thought it was great. It's a oh, super, super small film and it's on HBO Max. Everybody can watch it. Uh, no excuse. It's right really, on. really, really fun. Nice. And we talked about Uncharted. Yeah. That's about it for me. <laughs> right that, was an, that was an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Other than no, I have, uh, uh, and it's uh, uh, two more, uh, two recommendations on Shutter. Uh, a movie called Hellbender and a movie called All the Moons. Both were cool. my my number one and number two film at Fantasia last year. They're both oh, on sweet. Shutter. <clears throat> They're both awesome. Right on. I love Hellbender and I love All the Moons. So check right those on. out. But that is it. God That's damn it. That's awesome. <laughs> I need a drink. <laughs> and we are now caught up for now. That is six months. That's crazy, man. That's so crazy. And uh, yeah, it, it's funny when you think about like how many movies we watch versus, well, First, you're in your own fucking league, and then there's <laughs> me, and then you think about people who are not like us, who go to the movies maybe once a year, maybe once every few years, and um, it's just crazy how how many movies we can cover and, and uh, talk about. So I, I always laugh when somebody's like... Have you seen uh, that that movie? And I'm like, yep, I have. <laughs> I have. <laughs> yeah. They're so like, well, but, I, but I, I'm like, nope, nope, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I have. <laughs> that's awesome yeah that's awesome man but yeah man it starts again and batman is opening in two days yeah so there's there's the, the start of the next show oh shit that's right yeah we'll be able to talk about that and uh our next one will be the the top 10 which will be our top 20 but we just call it our top 10 of 2021 yeah let, let, let's let's not let's not wait on batman no <laughs> i don't want to we'll i've heard ba- like one of my friends saw it and uh he's like that i think that was the best batman movie ever i was like holy shit whoa like he wouldn't say that lightly like but i'm excited man i can't yeah, wait i can't wait I- but yeah the, the cool thing about the top uh 10 episode is that uh like every year adrian's been watching stuff mm-hmm. and i have no idea what he's watched <laughs> yeah so he's he's probably got a pretty good idea of what my list is but i mm-hmm. have no idea what his list is gonna be oh exactly yeah I think that's the way it's going to play out. Um, we'll just have to wait and see. But yeah, I've got, I've definitely got some surprises in store for you. 
Cool. Yeah. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually going to do something I didn't do last year, and I'm going to put Tenant at number one just to piss everybody off. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Dude, we need Tenant too. Tunant, whatever you call it. <laughs> Give us more, damn it. <laughs> Tenant two, the KY connection. <laughs> that's, that's that's a clerk's joke for everybody if you, if you didn't get that hell yeah <laughs> man but yeah um, I, I don't i don't know when we're gonna record it but it's gonna be pretty quick so be very keep an eye out for the top 10 show it's always a, a favorite of mine i always yeah. love the, i always love those shows yeah me too and yeah we we really just wanted to to get this one in so we can just kind of get back into the swing of things and just catch people up and just can hear our voices again um Plus, this one's already two hours long. Could it you imagine, is. Could you imagine if we put a top 10 on it? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I don't want to imagine that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to doing more. And uh, this is fun, man. I-, I love doing this stuff. Yeah, me too. And I think, in a way, it's kind of helped to, in a weird way, I think it's helped to have some time away from the podcast. Because I've been, I still listen to podcasts basically every day so i've been able to like listen to a lot more different kind of podcasts because it's mostly me just like listening to football and the odd movie podcast because there's so few good ones out there that i i can really connect with um but uh yeah i i think it's really helped just to like mark Marin, for example like just listening to his stuff every now and again i, I think really helps to just get the wheels turning just get that flow going the the ideas out there and just i don't know i i it, I just love the way he approaches his podcast and doesn't pull any punches. Not that we've ever done that, but I guess I just feel way more confident now in <laughs> the things that I say. Well, you you are all over the place, man. You got your <laughs> your Twitch, your your YouTube, your TikTok, your whatever, man. You're all over the place. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Meanwhile, I have a Twitter account. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does 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 letterbox count? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Letterbox is huge. Oh my like, god. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's big. But, uh, but yeah, I say I say we we uh we take off and get prepared, man. Hell yeah. Like, bring 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 that top ten list fury, man. I want it. Hell yeah. I'll do that. <laughs> Maybe you won't laugh at me this time. Like what what was that? The raid? The raid I put two, the raid yeah. two in my top. You started howling at me. I was like, yo, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? I love that movie. <laughs> One of the times where Adrian was legitimately mad at me during the podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's happened more than once. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah. At the end of the day, it's all love and it's all good content. So uh, there's always that. All right, man. Um, Pip cool. your shit. Yeah, I guess we can tell people where they can find us online. Uh, if you're into gaming, um, I I guess I have a Twitch channel. It's uh, twitch.tv slash the crow show. Don't expect you to know how to spell it. <laughs> I'm not going to spell it for you. You can find it pretty easy um i have a tiktok where i've been posting like dead by daylight content but i've also been mixing in like food cooking food and eating food and that's been doing really well for me so how are the uh, booty shots going for you 
Oh, the booty shots. Uh, my my Belfie stick has been ordered, so that'll be uh, <laughs> the thirst traps are coming. Nice. Um, <laughs> um, what else? Oh, I, I've got a podcast. I've got a separate podcast called Red Rank Podcast where I focus on Dead by Daylight. Uh, but I really want to get more into like just gaming in general, content creation in general, and also horror films. And spoiler alert: I'm I'm gonna get Bill on there, and we're gonna talk about some horror films. Um, yeah, the the episodes I've recorded with other people like doing interviews and stuff those are the ones that perform the best so uh yeah i definitely want to get bill on there and just chat about some horror films some of our all-time favorites and of course try to tie it into dvd a little bit we can talk about texas chainsaw massacre and scream and stuff like that so i'll do my best to uh (coughs) put our our uh our links in the show notes no promises though I'm so happy our COVID cough didn't come out throughout this episode. Yeah, I, I had this huge jar of water here, so I've been sipping that throughout the whole show, which I think helped a bit. <laughs> I uh, I might have drank some beer. Oh, nice. Might. <laughs> You're right on. Hey, why not? Yeah, man, for they, sure. They were in my fridge. Hell yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I am... At SoundJam69 on Twitter and right same on. on Letterbox. Right on. That is it. Nice. I'm not very into publishing myself. <laughs> right on, dude. Well, this is a blast. Uh, I'm not sure exactly when this is going up and exactly when we're recording the top 10, but I think we're recording probably end of this week, probably, we're thinking. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah, I haven't, even, I haven't even made my top 10 yet. Yeah, same here. It's weird. I've, like written some notes down but like nothing concrete and this episode i think i might just do a quick little cut the dead silences and then just publish it and have it out there yeah i don't think it's any, <laughs> i don't think there's anything bad so yeah go for it cool all right y'all well if you listened this far we thank you very much and y'all are the reason why we keep doing this and of course we just we, we love to do this when we do it and um we we just want to say thank you for the continued support because uh a lot of you out there have been like yo where are you guys at like come on like <laughs> where is your uh where's your podcast at so here it is um yeah much love cool. man much love cool all right everybody thanks very much for listening have yourselves a good night peace